Donald Trump has filed a new lawsuit in Georgia challenging over 100,000 votes, essentially saying, shut her down. We also have an update that members of the Pennsylvania uh, House and Senate, the Republican Party, are basically saying that the state was not lawfully certified. We also have an order from Supreme Court Justice Alito. Well, basically, this lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of mail-in ballots may be moving forward. It was docketed. And these are major issues that could change the election, I guess. Right now, the media has been adamantly saying President-elect Joe Biden. I was watching a press conference from Biden earlier, and it was really funny because all these journalists would always say, President-elect Biden, you know, blah, 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 ask a question. And then Joe Biden actually brings up, when I won the election, as all of you have now noted, and I'm like, it's really weird that they have to keep affirming it over and over and over again. And it, and it could be weird because Trump keeps saying he didn't lose, I guess. But Trump potentially has two states being tossed up right now. I, I, I'm not saying it is probable that he wins, but these things are moving forward. And Georgia is particularly interesting, specifically because we got video that came out just a couple days ago, I think maybe, maybe even the other night, that shows some of the vote counters pulling out boxes. So they say they pulled out for the surveillance footage, actual video evidence showing them tell they walk up to people, they say something, we don't know what they say. But according to sworn affidavits, the observers there said that they were told to leave. Then on the footage, you see these people pull boxes out from under tables and then continue counting. Well, according to the sworn affidavits, they were to, the, the, the observers were told counting was stopping. It is also estimated that each box contains about 6,000 votes and, you know, six times four, you have about 24,000 votes there, which coincides with a data released by the New York Times, which was talked about quite a bit, where just around 23 or so thousand votes came in at 1234 a.m. around the exact same time all this is happening. I'm not saying it's definitive proof of anything. I'm saying this is some of the hardest evidence we've seen so far. But Georgia has basically come out, the Republicans saying it's not true. We've looked into this. There's nothing. There's nothing. I don't find that satisfactory. I find it very strange. So we're going to talk about this and a bunch of other things. The Bay Area is going on hard. Lockdown. California is ordering every uh, California is ordering everybody basically stay in their homes. And we're about to see what they're calling the strictest and the harshest lockdowns we've seen yet, even amid gov uh, governors like Newsom breaking their own rules. Rules for thee, but not for me. So today we're hanging out with Luke Rutkowski again. Howdy. I am the executive chairman and head honcho of WeAreChange.org. I like vanilla ice cream. And interesting fact about me, Chris Matthews of MSNBC called me a right-wing racist teabagger, and Bill O'Reilly called me a jihad-loving liberal. <laughs> so yeah. Excellent. Um, that yeah. about describes you. It's Balance. on the news, so it's true. And, and you're telling me, just because Joe Biden put president-elect in the background of him, that doesn't make him the president-elect automatically? That's the creepiest thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that's how it works. No, I mean, I thought, I thought you know, Brian Stelter over at CNN could just say words and they were true. Well, like, not that he reported the news, but that the words he said were, were infallible and just became reality. It became yeah. true. So that when he, he when, when he and all the other anchors are like, Joe Biden is president-elect, there's a literal ripple in space-time, and we all get shocked back. Like, and then Joe Biden just appears, with the, the words appear behind him. It's just reality-shaping. Like modern-day wizards, but uh, they can't get out of the shower correctly without grabbing <laughs> their dog's tail. Yes, this is the story that came out today. According to Joe Biden— This is not the breaking news. He, he broke his foot <laughs> tipping over a shower when he was trying to pull his dog's okay, okay. tail. Sorry, I, I'm getting we, This is supposed here. to be just basic interruptions. We got a big— breaking story. Trump is suing Georgia again. There's a dispute here. This could call the electoral votes into question, but no. Okay, we'll do the breaking news. Joe Biden said he was getting out of the shower naked, 
chasing his oh. dog and grabbing his tail and slipped and broke his foot. And I, I love the memes. They're like, do we have a president elect or do we have a four year old chasing the dog and slipping <laughs> naked. while naked? Like what 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 is going on with this? Did you guys hear that uh, uh, Joe Biden said if he dis- he basically said if he disagrees with Kamala Harris, like he said to Obama, <laughs> he would say he contracted a disease and then resign. And everyone's like, what? what? <laughs> you said that? Hey, I started off with, with my video with that today. It's absolutely mind boggling to see this poor guy who has metal clips in his head, literally holding back aneurysms. I didn't know this until you started yeah. telling oh, yeah, me yeah, about yeah. this. But but today's story of, of what he says happened is absolutely mind boggling because he was playing with his dog naked out of the shower. But he, he pulling his tail. Yeah, He, he didn't mention well, why. Why? Pull, why would you pull your dog's tail? And yes. Where does your foot come in? What's he doing? Yes. What is like decided to grab? The dog's tail. I have no, no idea, no. but they have yet to explain it. And I mean, at least we can't say that the next four years won't be interesting. <laughs> uh, they're going to be filled sure. with a lot of just perplexing, mind-boggling statements that I'm absolutely looking forward to because it shows you how untrustworthy and absurd government is. I'd liken a Joe Biden presidency to like a Benny Hill montage, but I don't <laughs> think that Joe Biden is spry enough to run through a bunch of different rooms while being chased by a constable. You know what I mean? He, he, yeah, he, he has a hairline fracture. He, I can barely yeah, move. but there's a picture of him putting his full weight on it that people are sending around. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the boot. Yes. And then and then uh, he, when he was doing the interview with CNN, they were like, why aren't you wearing the boot? And he's like, oh, you know, it's a little clunky, so I'm not wearing it. People think that uh, this is the conspiracy theory, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it actually makes sense to call it a conspiracy. They think that Joe Biden had to get a, a CT scan for his brain. Mm-hmm. And so they just said, oh, he broke his foot. And so then when he's telling his story, like how it happened, it's one of the most ridiculous stories you've ever heard. Guy getting out of the shower naked, chasing his dog around all slippery and then falls and grabs his dog tail <laughs> or whatever. And freak. Why would he do that? Why, why would he... you grab your dog's tail? I make it out of he the was, shower. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should be framing this not in the like actual neutral. Here's the report. I should be framing this in a politically ideologically driven way like yes. the media does. Okay. Of course. Joe Biden uh, ferociously abusing his dog. <laughs> Slips and falls. Now it makes more shatters sense. bone and ankle. Mm-hmm. Oh my! So he's you, angry. See, 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 and then what you do is the title should be Joe Biden uh, abusing his dog falls breaks ankle, and then later on you say he was grabbing his dog's tail, comma, which many say is animal abuse, comma. Yes. You just add it. Now, now that we've established that, we can say today in the news, Joe Biden, comma, a known animal abuser, <laughs> comma, was talking about his economic plan. Now you can say he beats dogs. Excellent. Congratulations. This is the cycle of media. Anyway, this is a long intro. Ian's also hanging out. <laughs> he is, hey, yes. Hey, a couple of questions. What's teabagging? Family-friendly show. I don't think that's... Why yeah. did he call you that? <laughs> what, yes. what a uh, weird guy. Well, because well, of the Tea Party uh, connection, oh. Chris Matthews was saying any, anyone a part of the, the Tea Party was a teabagger, and that was his kind of... <laughs> Perm against people. That's very crude. Uh, yeah, he, and he mentioned it off the I just, SPLC I, I, I just, that listed me and Ron Paul together as oh. some kind of. Okay, hold on, hold on. I just would like you to imagine, like, what what do you, what kind of person do you imagine when you think of the Tea Party? Um, post or after Glenn Beck took it over? I don't know. Just like it's 2012, right wing. No, no, no. Like, what, uh, what, 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 flag. D- describe the person. What do they look like? A Tea Party person? Or are we talking about like yeah, a yeah, little yeah. girl going to no, have no, a Tea no, Party, no, or just a, the a, actual a, political? An actual. Uh, uh, yeah. Ab- like, what's the first stereotypical view of a Tea Party person? It, originally, it was Ron Paul. It was libertarian. It was right wing. And then afterwards, and then the after- people who are out waving the flags. Yes, those were kind of Glenn Beck, Sarah Palin enthusiasts. But what do they look like? Average Americans. They were they were like slightly older, middle aged, not old people. Sarah Palin. 
yeah. middle-aged white dudes, yeah. Yeah. the men. Mm-hmm. So I want you to imagine what Chris Matthews is, sing- is thinking when he's imagining a bunch of these like middle-aged white oh, dudes my. waving flags, all bobbing up and down. <laughs> like, I'm not going to explain what teabagging is. <laughs> yes, you don't want to do that. But I actually talked to Chris Matthews one-on-one about this. I went up to him during one of the presidential debates, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm Luke from uh, We Are Change, WRC. He's like... Wait, I know that from somewhere. <laughs> like you do. You yes, that's me. because you slandered and lied about me and my news organization. Oh, and he's like, "No, I didn't." I'm like, "Yes, you did." I'm like, "I'm like, we got in an argument." He's like, "I never said that. I never did it. I don't you know what you're talking about. You're crazy." I literally pulled out my phone. I was like, "You wait right here. You stay right here. Don't move anywhere." Pulled up my phone, played the video for him. I was like, "You watch this." I was like, <laughs> and he looked at the, he looked at the video and he looked at the microphone that said, "We are change." He's like. Oh, I got to go. I don't know. I thought you were with somebody else. I got to get out of here. I'm like, you have no honor. You have no. I I was like, what is the evidence? What information did you have to slander and label me this? What did you do? Like how? Because that's a major declaration. You have to understand at those times, especially when Barack Obama was president, the SPOC listed me, Ron Paul, and many other libertarians right along the KKK. They even made interactive maps. What do you think they do today? Yeah, I mean, it's that's what it kind of began with and i remember facing him one-on-one i was like answer me tell me why you uh, slandered me didn't have an answer see all the stuff anything. all the stuff we're seeing now with like how the media smears and slanders people on the right and, and cancel culture you were you were like right there in, in the front you were the first to be you know well not not the first to be but in the culture war they started maligning you and ron paul and all that but then they actually you were the you were the first to be demonetized, the first. Selectively monetized with different videos, specifically not knowing what, what was going on. We talked to many different executives. We even snuck into some parties where <laughs> I was able oh, to yeah. talk to the head of uh, YouTube monetization. And this was before it, there was any kind of concept yeah. of monetization. Yeah. Or like uh, demonetization. Well, yeah. Yeah. No one even knew what was going on. And then we, you know, you used to have a green dollar sign, but then some of our videos didn't have anything and no one knew what was going on at all. And three fourths of our income was taken away. Now it's, of course, there was no yellow dollar away. sign. Yeah. There was no yellow. Before yellow, there was just blank <laughs> and, and no explanation and no even guidelines or community strikes, nothing. Uh, so you, you went through the terms of services. It said nothing about this exact scenario or situation. So we were kind of left scratching our heads like, what, 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 what's going on here? Let's talk to some of these people. We reached out to a lot of them, talked to them one on one, including the head of YouTube monetization at that YouTube party that me and you stuck snuck into with Casey Neistat in behind him that when he was running awesome. in there. Yeah, that was great. Um, and you know, walk behind a famous person, you get in any building. It exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, we we could get into all these little. All right, tricks all right. Well, tricks, let's, let's we'll, we'll, we'll come we'll come at it. We gotta start yeah. about talk about breaking news. Don't forget, Lydia's also been sitting here. I am. I'm now in that, the corner, I push all the buttons. Hi, Lydia. Now that we've made it through the introduction, make sure you smash the like button, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and all that if you want to catch the show, if you missed the live show. But let's talk about this breaking news, man. This is huge. The election is not over. From Al Jazeera, Trump campaign challenges over 100,000 votes in Georgia. New lawsuit is latest in long line of Trump challenges to U.S. election results, most of which have been thrown out. President Donald Trump's campaign filed another lawsuit seeking over to overturn the United States election results. The campaign announced Friday, this time contesting more than 100,000 votes in the state of Georgia. The new lawsuit filed by the Trump campaign and Georgia's Republican Party alleges that massive irregularities, mistakes, and potential fraud took place in the state. Now, you know what I really, really love about this latest lawsuit? When the Republican Party is in it with Trump and they're saying, yes, look at all of these problems. And then when Giuliani drops an actual video and there's a lawyer, an attorney saying, look at this video of people pulling ballot boxes out from under a table after they told everyone to leave and then counting tens of thousands of votes at, into one in, into 1 a.m. with no observers present, 
Georgia's GOP secretary of state says he has already investigated bombshell video Rudy Giuliani claims prove voting fraud and says it shows nothing out of the ordinary. You mean you mean really? to tell me that once everyone leaves, they immediately scuttle <laughs> over and pull box out from under tables and then start counting them up uh, until 1 a.m.? And that's normal? Hmm. I want to know what's ordinary yeah. <laughs> in the first place. But Giuliani is calling this the smoking gun and the bank heist video. I mean, you could make a lot of interpretations, but I hope the person in the video is set to testify. I hope she's under oath. And I hope we find out what happened with that USB that was clutched. And, and well, what so, else so, happened well, that's, in that's, that not, that's not in the story, but people have been posting a video that shows a woman with blonde braids. They say it's the same person. I'll be very careful because I don't know what this video is. But you see this woman. She's sitting talking to someone. And then she palms a USB stick and then clutches it. And the camera's like zoomed in. She stands up and then like slides it in her pocket. Mm. There are other videos of people doing this. There's a, For what reason are they putting USB sticks into like voting terminals at, at these polling locations and then pocketing them and walking out? Because you'd think <clears throat> if it was something routine. They'd walk right up and pull the stick and put it in there and, and talk to people and then take it out, look at it and, you know, put it away. But they're like palming it, like trying to hide it. So I don't know who that lady is in that video. I can only assume it's, they're saying it's the same person, but that is crazy. It's crazy to me is that's the kind of evidence that you get Bill Barr saying there's no evidence we've seen to date that, you know, would have changed the outcome, outcome of the election. Yeah. Watching someone stick a USB stick in a machine and then pull it out isn't proof that the, the election was, you know, flipped. But it is evidence that somebody broke the law. You just can't say they changed the results of the election. He also said so far. So we're still <coughs> to waiting. Date. Yeah, yeah, to date. So we're yeah. still waiting for the exact information. It's important not to jump to conclusions, but with these important events, it's important to pay attention to them and hope that it goes through the right legal process where people could actually get the right information and find out more under oath exactly what happened here. Because, I mean, a lot of people in the mainstream media are saying, enough, let's stop asking questions. It's already done. We have the president-elect. But if we could have four years of absolute Russian collusion madness... I think we could allow a few weeks to ask some serious questions about our elections, which, by the way, all the mainstream media pundits telling you to trust the election results. We're just telling you not to trust it months ago, mm -hmm. especially John Oliver on his HBO oh, yeah. show, who actually did a pretty good job about Dominion voting machines and the entire problem with electronic voting machines last year. And uh, now, now he's denying it. Now, now he's, he's like, saying, nope, nope. If you're questioning the elections, you're 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 part of a, I think he said uh, a fascistic government, or you're you're crazy if you're questioning this this year's elections. I don't know his exact quote, so I don't want to misquote him. But he's on the complete other spectrum where he was a year ago, providing pretty good solid evidence, pretty good questions, pretty good uh, you know evidence laid out in front of us, saying that there are some legitimate questions that should be asked about the integrity of our elections. I watched this video that they they put out where you can see them pulling out a box from under a table. There's a website called Lead Stories, which has uh, defamed me and published fake news about me. Uh, they, so I, I had a tweet about Epstein and about Bill Clinton being in flight logs and, you know, witness IDing him. And they took that tweet, called it fake news, but then wrote their, their fact check, which basically confirmed everything. It's just like a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scam. They say, here's the article, here's the truth, and they don't care what you actually said. They just want to make sure that on Facebook, people who see it, it says fake news. So they fact-check this story about Giuliani, and they say, it's fake news. It was legal ballot counting. Nothing to see here. Why? Well, they asked someone, and that someone said, don't worry, everything's fine. They said, that explains it. Case closed. Hmm. But here's the best part. One of the quotes they have, 
This is what this, this is what the person says. They say Francis Watson, chief investigator for the Georgia Secretary of State. Yes, the GOP who said that we've already looked into it, nothing to see here, told lead stories during a phone call on December 3rd that the ballots were in standard containers. No one's disputing that. And the work during the time in question had nothing to do with pulling ballots from under the table, she said. Quote, there wasn't a bin that had ballots in it under the table. So what did we see them pull out from under the table that was a ballot box full of ballots and then start counting? It was an empty bin. She says, it was an empty bin and the ballots from it were actually out on the table when the media were still there. Mm-hmm. And then it was placed back into the box when the media were still there and placed next to the table. There is a video you can watch where a woman with braids walks up to a group of people. Then those people all leave. Then they walk over to the table, pull a box out from under the table, four boxes. They do it multiple times. And this person who's debunking this says it was placed next to the table. You can literally watch the video where it's not next to the table. Did this Giul- is not a real fact check. Did Giuliani actually say it was proof? I think oh, yeah. the headline said that he said it was proof. He's saying it's the smoking gun. So like he, a bank he, heist video. he didn't say That's evidence. He said proof. He tweeted, election in Georgia is now proven to be a fraud. Then he tweeted again. The videotape doesn't lie. Fulton County Democrats stole the election. It's now beyond doubt. Go to the tape. Smoking gun I, from Georgia. I think he's destroying his credibility by throwing the word proof around so half ha- haphazardly. Because that's I don't, might I don't be evidence, but it's definitely not proof. Some video. It's the people. hardest evidence we have so far. Yeah. But there's there, so there was a, a a document that was going around showing the, the the vote tabulations in real time. There's been a whole bunch of analysis around this. Now, in one of these uh, data dumps, it was at I think like 12:34 a.m. and this is from the New York Times. The, the New York Times like data release on the election night. So it's December. Uh, I'm sorry, November 4th, 12:34 a.m. Around 23,900 or so ballots came in, and 98% were for Joe Biden. Now people are seeing this video and going back to those uh, articles and those, you know, analyses saying, wait a minute, on this day in Georgia at 1234 a.m., we know they stopped counting at 1 a.m. That means you've got four ballot boxes, which you can see in the video, each estimated to contain 6,000 votes, 24,000 votes. Now people are going back to the previous data and saying 98% for Joe Biden. That looks like it's like they're tabulating those ballot boxes they pulled from, from under the table. So is it is it proof? Is it the smoking gun? I think if you went to a regular person and showed them that video, they'd be like, what? If you then showed them the data from the from the from the, you know, the, the, the election counting releases that were coming in, people, your average person is probably going to be like, oh, yeah. So I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying when it comes to these situations that are extremely political, it's proving something beyond a reasonable doubt. For me, I look at this and I'm like, how do you argue against it? What do you have to say when they're like, oh, no, 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 no it was next to the table. No, it wasn't. It was, it was normal ballot counting. Then why do we have two sworn affidavits from people saying they were told they had to leave and, and counting had stopped? Not only that in Georgia, you know how they claimed a water main broke and they had to stop counting? Never happened. What? On election, I remember this. They were like a water main broke in Georgia, so they're sending everybody home. Really weird. We, we also had a story where a guy apparently was a leaky toilet. That's it. Hmm. Like, what does that have to do? With it? <laughs> why can't you count votes because of a leaky toilet? There's another story where a guy said that in Georgia, they told everyone they had to leave. Because counting was done, they were like, no, we're not leaving. So they drove a forklift and blocked the the view so they couldn't actually see what was going on. 
Yeah, it doesn't help your cause when you're trying to block people from seeing what you're doing. And it doesn't help your cause when you have a record of stealing, stealing elections, just like the DNC did against Bernie Sanders. So uh, I still, no matter what, have to give the benefit of the doubt until we have their side of the ver- their side of the story, their version of events. I'm still waiting uh, until these court proceedings happen. I I, I want to see more. I want to see everything, and I want to hear the counter argument to what we're seeing right now because I think we definitely deserve. There's it no right real now. argument right now. Well, they're yeah. just look, look, look. That's why I pulled up the fact check. Yeah. When they publish a quote where it's like, they looked into it and it said it was nothing. I'm like, that's, that's, look, I get it. That's not a response. I want that lady under oath explaining herself what she was doing and every little thing, uh, you know, described in detail because we deserve that. Exactly. Coming out and saying, trust me. Yeah. No, yeah. I watched a no, video. They're liars. They're yeah, liars. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. cheated Bernie Sanders out of the. Well, these, these, no, no, these are the Republicans. These are the Georgia Republicans. It's 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 Raffensperger and it's Brian Kemp. These I'm talking Republic- about in, in larger picture in this whole election, what we're seeing happening here. There's definitely a lot of anomalies that don't make sense for sure. And I think it was wrong what happened to Bernie, especially in 2016 and now. But I, I do have to say. If you won't fight for yourself, why do you expect me yes. to fight for you? He, he took it. He bent over and he was like, yes, support Hillary. After everyone knew, including his own supporters who, who were just shocked. Why Bernie, he, Bernie, he doing this? Bernie Sanders yeah. in, in 2016. The millionaires and the billionaires in this country are exploding the working class. And then he became in 2020, a millionaire. In 2020. No, no, no. Outside of that. 2020, he goes, the million. I'm, not, not, the, not the millionaires. The billionaires in this country are supporting Joe Biden. Vote for him. When you say he got cheated. Out of the election. I know I've heard some stuff about what, what the DNC did. Yeah. When you look at Debbie Washerman Schultz and the way that she was getting the electors during this election, you saw the rise in numbers. You saw the there's a lot of different little tricks that were used, uh, you know, during the primaries that a lot of people directly point the finger at the DNC head, Debbie Washerman Schultz, which was uh, she she was fired. She she essentially was ousted as the DNC chair and hired immediately afterwards for the Hillary Clinton campaign. Yep, yep. Uh, and then, and again, this is also the same person that looked at me and told me that there wasn't a deposition matrix. Disposition uh, matrix. Disposition matrix. I keep messing it up. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but yet again, when you look at the They DNC, were feeding Bernie questions Sanders, to the media so that Hillary had advantages in debates. Right. They, that was one they, of them. they were, there, there are leaked emails mm-hmm. where they were basically talking about how they were doing everything in their power to help Hillary Clinton. And something about his Jewishness, right? In the leaked emails. I don't know about I don't, rem- I don't yeah, remember I don't know about any that. of that. But we do, we, we do have uh, uh, some more serious information, uh, uh, news pertaining to Georgia. So this is from just last night. President Trump's attorneys ask Georgia legislature to overturn election, select own electors. And they might do it. How do you think this is going to play out? This is what I really wanted to kind of even I ask no you. Idea, How, where do we go from here? Will it well, there's, there's, yeah. so, so there's some things that could happen. Yeah. For one, we get Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia. If these three states, maybe Arizona, maybe Nevada, if their legislatures, which are, which are uh, controlled by Republicans, dispute the election and won't shut up about it, then by December, we're, we're four days out. If they don't rectify this in four days, that's it. Yeah, I don't see they're, they're, those votes. Well. Those votes aren't going to count. Trump's going to win. I'm not saying he's probably probably going to win. I'm not saying he's likely to. But I'm saying if the, the, the legislatures dispute this, it doesn't matter what the governor say, because the Constitution is clear that the legislatures decide if the, if the state legislatures issue a statement to the, the, the Supreme Court, or the federal government saying, here's what we think, or just send their own slate of electors without even coming into session. Then you're going to have, you know, Pennsylvania sends 40 electors instead of, instead of 20. And then what? 
Which ones do we count? I don't know. Democrats are going to be, we got to count the one that Joe Biden won. No, we dispute. You got to count the Trump ones. Yeah. Hypothetically, if Donald Trump wins, I could really see people imploding. <laughs> imploding? I could, I could see people exploding uh, in the amount of, of frustration. Their heads, you, are, yeah. their heads will explode yes. and then their quivering masses will start to slowly come together like the Terminator and Terminator 2 and, I will and turn into watching, a giant Antifa rage monster. If it happens, I will be watching CNN intently and I never thought I would say that. But how do you see the rest of America responding to this? Because a lot of people are pointing to potentially even a bigger conflict. Look what, they did, look what they did in uh, uh, January 20th, 2016. 2017, sorry, 2017. Yeah, I was they there. They went around. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, bo- yeah. yeah we, were, we were both there, and they went around burning. They, they, they torched that immigrants, you know, that poor, that poor working class immigrants limo. He, he, would, he, had, he had his own limo as a contractor. He would give people rides. They torched it. That was a very because, famous site, because, as well as the garbage can that was on fire with the rest of the mainstream media yeah, around it. But, but it's yeah. because they're like, limousines are for the rich. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. some poor guy who yeah. leased it to run a business to drive people around. He's not rich. They don't care. So if, look, man, I'll tell you this. If Trump does find a way to flip this, I'm boarding up my windows, man. And I'm in the middle of nowhere. Okay, I'm not really going to board up my windows, but uh, I don't think you need to. Uh, <laughs> not out here. But uh, we 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 went to the we went to the armory the other day. Yeah, me, yeah me, of course, Luke, that was awesome. Luke and uh, yeah, we we went there and uh, uh, that was really fun. Bottom out. Yes, uh, <laughs> it, it's very important to be able to, to defend yourself and have Bottom the out. right to defend yourself. Oh, the armory. A lot of politicians have a lot of security guards with machine guns and guns around them, and they think that they could afford themselves protection, but you shouldn't have any protection at all, which is absolutely ridiculous. And I think one of the core strengths of the United States that makes it as special as it is right now is the ability of individuals to be able to arm themselves. The Second Amendment is extremely important. And I think we're heading down a very dangerous road, whether whether Donald Trump wins or whether Biden comes in and then tries to restrict that right, take away the right of individuals to defend themselves. Oh, I it's think, more than that, I think dude. it's going to be a very big clash point between Americans saying, no, this is absolutely we, uh, not okay. We, we had on Destiny the other night, and I think one of the arguments he brought up is the perfect example of why Joe Biden thinks he's completely justified in stripping away your rights. When uh, Destiny, who he's, he's a leftist, mentioned that we need a two-month hard lockdown and the government should support people. I said, don't people have rights? His response, and this is something I've heard a lot from the left, is, do you, what, do you have a right to drive your car drunk? And it, my response is, you don't need to drive your car drunk. You do need to make a living and, and work a job and, and run your business and pay your employees. Like, those are things you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's completely different. Yeah. That, that jo- argument Joe, is totally irrelevant. But, but think about how Democrats, that's how they think. They're like, you can't drive your car drunk. Why would you go outside and get someone else sick? And it's like, because we have to well, live. But you yeah. need to eat, but you can't steal food if you can't afford it. You don't have the right to steal food if you don't have enough money for it. Well, what does that have to do with anything? If you, if you need to eat, but you don't, you don't have a right to steal. But we give people food. We have food banks. We have, we have welfare sometimes. cards. Yeah, not, not sometimes. Not we always. literally, no, no, not like, everyone has access to that stuff. Well, they I'm do. just saying it's a technicality, but like you can go to food banks, you can get EBT cards. I think I think every state has has an electronic benefits system. So if you steal food when you can go to the Department of Human Services and, you know, we have welfare programs, it's very different from getting drunk and driving your car. Not only that, you know what the penalty is for stealing food? Typically, Slap on the wrist. Yeah. You know what the penalty not, is for driving dangerous. drunk? Yeah, driving yeah. is dangerous. Yeah, it's a felon. You can't drive anymore. You go to jail. You get an ankle bracelet. It depends on the state, of course. Some states but, are more severe than others. For sure. But there's 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 more here. We got just... just 
Oh, you know, before we go on, I got evidence about this DNC telling trying to trash Bernie for being Jewish. Did really? you guys? Yeah, it's an email. This is from Politico uh, from the DNC CFO Brad Marshall sending it out to a bunch of DNC uh, people. And it said uh, it may. Well, don't read it. Don't read it verbatim if they're trashing. No, it's nothing. Nothing that you can't say online. But it's cruel that they would do this. It may. Um, it might may no difference. It's a typo. But for Kentucky and West Virginia, can we get someone to ask his belief? Does he believe in a god? He had skated on saying he has a Jewish heritage. I think I read he's an atheist. This could make several points difference with my peeps. My Southern Baptist peeps would draw a big difference between a Jew and an wow. atheist. Marshall wrote Crazy. in a message to several DNC communication yeah. directors. So yes. we, we, we have uh, – there's a lot to talk about, right? So, so, so there's, there's the a reason why corruption. I highlight uh, Georgia – and Trump's attorneys asking Georgia's legislature to overturn the election and select their own electors because we have we have this going on right now. Supreme Court, again, is asked to block Biden in Pennsylvania. Justice Alito has given let, let me read it. They say in a sign that the case. OK, let me stop. This is Act 77. It is the no excuse mail in voting, the absentee expansion in Pennsylvania. Several Republicans in, uh, brought uh, brought the suit to uh, the courts. The lead plaintiff, Mike Kelly, won his election. If they overturn or the judges rule this election was unconstitutional, he causes damage to his own career. That was noted by the judge. They're saying that uh, no excuse mail-in voting is a violation of the Constitution. It was thrown out by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court on narrow grounds that, sorry, you took too long to file. But in the uh, lower court's ruling, they said that, that these Republicans will likely win on the merits. And what does that mean? I don't know. It could nullify Pennsylvania outright. Well, they've filed to the Supreme Court. And Alito, here's what they say, in a sign that the case is likely too late to affect the election, Justice Samuel Alito ordered the state's lawyers to respond by December 9th, a day after what is known as the safe harbor deadline. That means that Congress cannot challenge any electors named by uh, named by this date in accordance with state law. State law is irrelevant to the constitutional process. The, the Constitution says the legislature decides how the elections are run and who the electors are. Internally, the Supreme Court can complain about the legislature, but what the legislature says to the federal government in terms of their electors is an entirely different matter. More importantly, it's really interesting because I'm seeing two messages from the left. They're saying if Alito, Supreme Court justice, has ordered the, 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 the state to answer by the ninth, that's after the safe harbor provision, meaning they didn't uh, bring the dispute in soon enough. Therefore, the electors are certified. Case closed. Biden wins. But that makes literally no sense. I actually have from Congress.gov. It says December 8th, 2020, the safe harbor deadline. The U.S. Code provides that if election results are contested in any state and if the state prior to Election Day has enacted procedures to settle controversies or contests over the electors and electoral votes, and if these procedures have been applied and the results have been determined six days before the electors meetings, then these results are considered to be conclusive and will apply in the counting of the electoral votes. OK, based on my reading of that, let me let, let's ask, let's ask it. Let's ask a few questions. They say if, an, if a, a results are contested in any state. All right. Question. Are there results contested in any state by official governing bodies? Yeah. Yes, it seems like it. Of course, it's, it's, it's a an easy yes. Now. I'm yeah. just a newbie. Is it contested? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In in Michigan, in Nevada, in Arizona, mm -hmm. in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, there are active disputes. All right, and it's prior to a uh, uh, prior to election day. Interest and if the state prior to election day has enacted procedures to settle controversies or contests over electors and electoral votes, have they? 
Does that mean general court system? Does that resolve the new complaints that have come up relative to fraud that happened after the fact? See, this is where things get confusing. They say if these procedures have been applied, has anything been applied to rectify complaints about voter fraud from the legislature, especially in Pennsylvania, who have called for an emergency session? Perhaps they would. Perhaps the argument is because I'm not a lawyer. The governor has to call a special session because he didn't. There you go. There's 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 you know no resolution. But now my question is this. What if the Supreme Court is saying we want your answer by the ninth? Some conservatives are saying Alito set a trap that if they they now have to wait till the ninth to issue their uh, you know response, maybe they can do it sooner. If they do, then there is a dispute active. The Supreme Court requested a response. Then wouldn't that n- just basically void those electoral, co- electoral college vote votes. That's, that's that's the question here. Who knows? I mean, Trump it's really gonna, wants this to go to the Supreme Court because he knows he has the advantage there. And he has a lot of prior lawyers that were on the Bush team in the 2000 contested elections as well. We, that, I mean, that was contested all the way until mid-December. So how is this going to unfold, especially if the votes aren't certified? If this goes to the Supreme Court, who's going to rule what? It's 2020. I think anything could happen at this point, but it's very I, hard to predict. I think it's the fact that the Supreme Court is involved, which makes this questionable because the way there's two ways people are reading it and um some people are saying if they're not resolving this dispute and applying no nothing to resolve the controversies because they still exist then they haven't met the 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 deadline and the elections in dispute but it says my understanding is okay there's a controversy if the state has a way to resolve these before election day which many of the states do you go to court you file lawsuits and if they've enacted procedures to do such, many of these things have gone to court and they've been thrown out or whatever, then it sounds like it's all resolved. But the Supreme Court steps in and says, this is actually escalating. And if they have to wait till the ninth and the Supreme Court hasn't chosen to accept or dismiss, there's an active controversy in Pennsylvania. How could they then meet that deadline? In fact, it sounds like this actually is bad news for Democrats because there's no way they can resolve it if it's going to Supreme Court. Unless, of course, they sue and argue we it's irrelevant what the Supreme Court says to us because oh the state God. has already finished this. You know, I'll, I'll put it this way. There there, there are legal experts who have said it's not going to happen. It's certified. It's done. There's nothing they can do about it. The Supreme Court has has, has no say, right? I, t- I The way I put it is you have to understand that these are human beings who can choose to rule and, ex- and, and, and exercise that power. Like when the other day when we were talking about uh, the, the ballot observation in Pennsylvania, a judge actually ruled when when Trump's campaign, Giuliani, they were like 682,000 votes were, were counted with no observer. And the judge is like, were there observers in the room? And Trump's lawyers are like, well, yes, but they didn't have meaningful access. They couldn't look at the ballots. The judge said, well, the election code doesn't say how close you have to be. That's Therefore, a stupid judge yeah. or they're paid off or, or something. Or he's crooked. So when you and then and then the left cheers for it. OK, I'll tell you what. If you're going to cheer for what is obvious to any sane person, a ridiculous ruling, we know what observers are for. There's that, you know, you ever see that photo from Florida where they're like staring at the ballots with the pen and pointing at it? They're Bush v. Gore. Mm-hmm. They are there to observe. What the heck? And, and make sure that people are counting properly. For a judge to be like, well, they were in the room. The election code doesn't specify distance, so While good other, to go. Other ones were kicked out and not allowed even in. Right. So, you know. But as long as there's one. As long as there's one. That yeah. is not... Yeah. what the intent of the law was. <laughs> yeah. So I, I tell you, if they can do that, if they can rule that way and the left cheers for it, then I'll tell you this. If if the Supreme Court takes this up and then the, the, the four liberal justices, I include Roberts in that, 
versus the five and the five say, we don't care. We're the Supreme Court. Here's our opinion. Boom, it's done. It's that. That's it. And they can say, so there's, 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 we got a huge news. Look at this. We got a letter. Check this out. It's a huge letter. I think what, what, this, this, was, this was posted to, uh, well, it's being shared around quite a bit. They say 76 members of the Pennsylvania General Assembly. They're basically saying three USC 15 empowers Congress to reject electoral votes that are not regularly given or lawfully certified. The aforementioned conduct has undermined the lawful certification of Pennsylvania's delegation to the Electoral College. For these reasons, we, the undersigned members of the Pennsylvania General Assembly, urge you to object and vote to sustain such objection to the Electoral College votes received from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania during the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021. We have Pennsylvania's state legislator officially now requesting from PA House GOP News. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is legit. We've got all of these people who have signed on to this. If they have submitted this saying straight up, the results are disputed. We object. How is Pennsylvania going to be counted properly on, on January 6th? You're going to have Republican members of Congress who represent districts in Pennsylvania saying we have submitted this letter. We reject these votes. Deal with it. Is that enough to get Trump to win? No, that puts Biden at 286. They need two more states. Well, even if so, check it out. If they get Pennsylvania and Michigan, then Biden's at 270. He wins. If they get Pennsylvania and Georgia. Biden's at 270. He wins. They need three states in order to make this happen. It's actually not that hard to do, which is kind of crazy. It's possible, but it's still a very big uphill battle. And there's a lot of uncertainties and a lot. There's a lot of things that haven't ever happened before. When we saw what happened in 2000, it was between Bush and Gore in one state. And one yeah, state. But, right. And a bunch and, of different counties doing different things. Yes. And, uh, you know, that was still extremely complicated. This, with all the other states, complicates it tenfold. And, and now we're set into no man's land where we never mm-hmm. were before. There's still a lot of contention. There's even Donald Trump saying that he might not go to the inauguration. He might <laughs> hold day, his own event. One day he's saying he'll concede. Another day he's saying that it, he said, quote, if we are right about the fraud, Joe Biden can't be the president. <laughs> that's that's an exact you know quote there. So there's a lot in the air here. What do you, and uh, so, so, so listen, listen, I've heard a lot from the media that Trump would stage a coup and all this stuff. But the media's hysterical Trump derangement syndrome. So I'll ask you, what do you think the chances are? That it's January 19th or whatever, and Trump gives an, a, an address where he's like evidence of Chinese influence and interference. Joe Biden, we, we've seen the math. We've seen the evidence. He shows the videos. He shows the charts and then says, I refuse to, to you know, to accept this. And Trump's already got loyalists in, in key positions, especially in the Pentagon. What do you think the chances are? Well, he has some loyalists. But if you look at the Trump presidency, it is mirrored in individuals leaking information. And, oh, yeah, definitely. and backstabbing him and crossing <laughs> him and, you know, vice versa. There's a lot of foul play within the establishment against Donald Trump. That That's definitely fair. Yep. So Donald Trump doesn't have the establishment. He doesn't have a lot of the hardcore Washington, D.C. insiders. He doesn't have the media. He doesn't have social media. He has a couple guys with trucks that that ride around with his uh, flag on there. But uh, it, it's it's an He's, extremely big uphill battle. You know, he should the, have known better. Because yep. when he came in, he took the advice of a lot of these crony rhinos. 
Yeah. And so they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want Sessions for, you know, for aging. Yeah. You want, you want uh, 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 Bolton. He brought out <laughs> Henry Kissinger. He sat oh, down with Henry man. Kissinger before he got elected. He, he congratulated he, the he, CIA. He was like, he, it was like he was yeah. going to play ball with him a little bit. Exactly. And then they, and then it was, and then it was knives out and they were all grinning. And Trump yeah. thought that he could come in and say, okay, I'll work with you guys, but we're going to do things my way. They're like, yeah, whatever you say, Trump. And then they unsheathed those blades. And then a couple, it took Trump a couple of years to finally be like, I really should have just fired everyone. Yeah. As you, I know, s- it's, yeah. you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. People say that he won't pardon Snowden or Assange because he's called them both, you know, treasonous traitors, spies and all that stuff. But, but there was a funny tweet where someone, uh, I think Glenn Greenwald tweeted about it. And then someone said, why would Trump pardon them? He's repeatedly insulted them and called them, you know, names. And then Glenn Greenwald said something to the effect of maybe it's because he, these people are, uh, have targeted the deep state intelligence agencies which attacked and and you know harassed trump for years and now he will enjoy some comeuppance or some karma for these people i mean he has the power to do it but we also have to understand that it's because of the trump administration why julian assange is where he is right now it's because of his direct actions and his administration that assange is in such a terrible place but you know why Snowden just tweeted out don't pardon me please pardon assange save his life his life is on the line here you know why trump is doing it um, and why Trump did what Obama wouldn't? Why? I think Trump wants to know who WikiLeaks sources are. That was the, that was the part of the deal, part of the bargain that allegedly happened between the Trump administration and Assange. That was public. Uh, that Assange, yeah, yeah. I mean, wasn't that public? I don't know. That, I remember reading articles about that and hearing. There you go. Uh, about that specific story that Trump wanted to know who the source was for the DNC leaks, and if Assange gave it to him, Assange would be let go. If he right. didn't, he would feel the full exactly. brunt of the U.S. empire, and he did. And because and Julian the, Assange will not sacrifice his legacy and his his organization. Yeah. And so Trump, and you got to give him up to you got to give it up to him. I mean, that's courageous. He's sitting in solitary yes. confinement, gave up his life because he wouldn't give up his source. Absolutely. And that's more integrity than than an iota of what the mainstream. Yeah, they're gonna, and, they'll and, make a movie. They'll make like movies. But about you know what? That. You know, what the, you know, what the scary thing about it is the difficult question. If we did get the source for the DNC leaks officially on record from Assange, I think it would have been a game changer. That would have reshaped the culture war and, the, and politics in this country, especially pertaining to Russia Gate and where we are today with Ukraine Gate. Everything happened. The impeachment. It would have, I, I believe. Are you referring you, to Seth Rich? No. Okay. We, so that that's that's. I, I don't I don't know what where that all is, okay. but I do know that you had someone from WikiLeaks say that they were handed the drive, right? Mm-hmm. If maybe it was Russia, maybe it wasn't. The point is, it would have either confirmed. Or, didn't, or or re- rejected that conclusion, in which case we would have known definitively, let's say it was Russia, if we got that answer out of Assange, then we could have been like, whoa, Trump did get information, WikiLeaks was used as a, stu- as, as a as an useful idiot so that they could undermine blah, blah, blah. Or it turns out the media and everything was wrong, and it undermines that entire Russiagate. But at the same time, he's still accommodating to the lunatics in the mainstream media that are literally regurgitating and making crazy theories up about Russian uh, P-tapes. It was nuts. I, I, why would you even try to appease him? And if you try to Can appease we... him in exchange for Julian Assange's life, I mean, that's messed up. That's absolutely horrible. And and sure. I agree. This is a complex picture. You can't just 
paint Donald Trump black or white, good or bad. It's far more complex than that because he did talk about bringing the troops back. He actually brought back 700 U.S. troops from Somalia. No, no, they're getting, they're getting moved around. Move, uh, <laughs> well, well, they're getting whatever out, out, out of there. He's trying. And, and most of Americans didn't even know that the United States had troops positioned Secret in Somalia. U.S. wars, yeah. dude. Yeah, there's an AFRICOM whole entire U.S. military unit inside of the whole African continent raging war right now, you know, arming different factions. And, I, you know, I've been there. I've been on the front lines in Somalia, and the picture that's happening there is, is not a good one, and it doesn't do any favors to the United States. So, uh, I, I mean, w when it comes to Assange, I mean, look at the work he did. Look at the information he he released, especially with Bradley Manning, Chelsea Manning, excuse me, uh, especially with everything we were, we actually got to find out about the U.S. military industrial complex that we would never know if it as, wasn't as, for him. As many on the right say, the reason why they're adamant about Trump pardoning Assange and Snowden is that they exposed the deep state. Yes, they these, certainly These did. intelligence, man, think about how crazy it is that for the longest time, if you came out and said, they're they're waging a secret war in Somalia. They'd be like, ooh, he's crazy guy, thinks the CIA is coming to get him. They'd call you a conspiracy theorist, crackpot. And then Trump comes along. And all of a sudden, uh, not, not just Trump, but with Assange, people like Snowden, the veil starts to get removed. And it turns out, could you imagine if the American people actually knew how many secret wars we were engaged in, what they would do? They'd probably revolt. Yeah. People don't realize this. Most, and, 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 and you know what makes it makes it work? The mainstream media, these large media organizations are complicit. They cover it up because I'll tell you this. I was in a, I was at a resort in Turkey in, um, what's a, what's the Eastern city in Turkey where they do this, 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 it's like the Russian resort. I can't remember the name. Tons of rich people. I was brought there by this, by the executives at Vice. Top level people, top men. Top they, men. Top men. They bring me to this resort. Antalya. I think that's what it's called. Oh. So I'm hanging out with with the the, the global elites, man. I'm talking. We're talking people who run telecoms, like CEOs, etc. They're having this meeting where they're talking about North Korea, because Vice had gone into North Korea multiple times, and so you get all these rich people sitting around, and 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 you get Shane Smith who mentions that the State Department actually contacted Vice following the uh the north korea documentary stuff they did i actually worked on one of the north korea documentaries for vice called north korean Mo motorcycle diaries i went to new zealand for that because they had the footage it was the crew that the, the people they, they rode motorcycles through north korea the state department wanted to talk to vice about it so when you actually have people in the u.s government and i'm not saying it's a conspiracy it's not like they go there and say this is what you report or else it's look 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 we've got serious security concerns we just want to make sure that what you report doesn't get anybody killed you don't want us to come out and say you got someone killed you. No, 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 no. So, so we're going to tell you, okay, just to be sure. And then you'll get like the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post. I don't care what, what their leaning is. They're going to have a story and it's going to be like, we uncovered something. And then they're going to get a phone call saying that will undermine national security or they're going to national security levering. Story's gone. Then Assange drops it right on the internet and we can all watch it. Well, and we have to understand mad. the system that you're describing gets overused and abused many times as even regular stories that don't have any implications, don't put anyone's life on the line, uh, are actually censored because they make the United States look bad. That has happened a lot. And we have found out because of Chelsea Manning's uh, drop that, that one of the major allegations that the mainstream media was, was labeling against her was that she put American soldiers at lives. At the court proceedings. Lives at risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that people were going to die because of these leaks. I was at 
the court proceedings where Chelsea Manning was at, at uh, what was it? Uh, what's the specific military court called? Leavenworth? Oh, I don't know. Um, there was a specific military U- procedure U- where, she was, where she was being tried. I was there and it came out that there was no one put at risk because of these yeah. leaks that were that were put out there. But she still was oddly punished by the Obama it's administration it, and then pardoned by the Obama administration. Look at it this way. But now Donald Trump hates her. Look at it this way. You've got a plan, and then some dude comes out and tells everyone what your plan is. You're going to be really, really angry and annoyed, yeah. and that's and that's it. And and w- w- the issue with the with Assange, Manning, with Snowden, Michael Flynn, with ISIS, right? And Syria. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, is that if 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 we need to make an example of you, Michael Flynn's a really good example because yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't realize that when, until you brought it up that Michael Flynn basically what did he he snitched exposed on exposed how Barack Obama was responsible for the rise of ISIS in the Middle East knowingly. He knew there did, was leaked documents that came out that showed exactly what was going to happen. It did. Radical fundamentalists were going to receive the money, the arms, the intelligence, the hardware, the trucks that were sent down there. This is why ISIS was riding around with Jim Bob construction yeah, trucks dude. from the United States. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, why do they have this? There's they a, phone num- a phone number Humvees. on it from Michigan. Yes, they were running around with Humvees, U.S. military Humvees that they knew they were going to get in Iraq. And there's even leaked documents coming out how the U.S. military command knew that they were going to get a control of all this, this is hardware why, from the U.S. military. And they let it and, happen. And this is why they thought or they they claimed that Flynn was compromised by Russia because Syria was allies with Russia yeah. and all the pieces come together. Exactly. But he came out and ratted on them and that they got they got to make an example because they don't want anybody else to do it. So listen, you could you could commit a major felony, right? And they'll and they'll say, "Okay, yeah, sure, we're going to we're going to lock you up and go through the system." But you slight the machine and they are going to gut and they're going to eviscerate you and leave you hanging to dry as the public watches. Because now, you know, what we're hearing a judge just said in the pardon in, in, the, in, the, in the pardon of Michael Flynn that perhaps Sullivan could order that the pardon is too broad and try to nullify it. How psychotic is this? That is a supreme power granted to the president. OK, <clears throat> a lot of people have complaints about the pardon power. It exists for a reason. I actually read a great essay on, 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 I can't remember exactly what the breakdown was, but they say there's a very serious and important reason why the president has the ability to just pardon people when it comes to federal crimes. But if the president does, so be it. That's at least the rules for now. If you don't like the rules, you change the rules later with legislation. The fact that they're saying that Sullivan, who was blocking the fact that the DOJ was trying to let Flynn go, like DOJ says, we're going to drop this. We don't want to do it anymore. And then you get this judge saying, no, no, you can't do that. Then Trump says, I unequivocally pardon. Now there's one judge going, I don't know. That's a little broad. Sullivan could say no to that. How We can't say, who's not the president, the president? So it will, I, I don't think anything's come of it, but man, are these people nuts. Yeah. So I'll tell you this. The reason why it is absolutely important, in my opinion, that we get resolution on all of what's going on with the election irregularity is because we are, we, we, you know, I often say we're sitting on a powder keg. The fuse is coming and we're staring at it. That powder pack, powder keg is about to go. January 6th is around the corner. January 20th is around the corner. And you got 74 million people saying, what is going on with this election? I don't trust it. More than that, probably. You got 30% of Democrats, according to a couple different polls, that think votes were stolen. So you've got people charged up and ready and angry. People are going to snap. As we were locked down, denied sports and are now being put back into lockdown, having all of our livelihoods destroyed in front of us. I mean, this is an absolute recipe for disaster. So many people are discontent. So many people are angry. A lot of them are just 
breaking stuff because they have nothing else to do. If you go to major democratic cities, you could protest, you could riot. Yep. You could work. Nope. You can't no church. do that. You can't go to church. You can't have sporting events. You can't have, you can't go to the clubs. You, it's, you it's, can't, it's, you can't it, go to the restaurants. You can't do anything except riot. It's simple. When, uh, when Ryan Long was here, he's a comedian, super funny guy. He's, he's Ryan Long comedy. It's really, really great stuff. You'll probably love it. He was saying that, you know, he's in New York. They couldn't go outside or do anything. The Black Lives Matter protest started and he was like, I want to go outside. And that was it. They got those massive numbers. You see that video in California of all the people in the street as a drone flies over. It's because people were desperate. Let me out into the sun, please. Any excuse. I'll say anything. And it worked. Yep. I will say anything. And a lot of people are angry at the police for enforcing a lot of these decrees. I call them breakers. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were justifiably pissed off because their sheriff, their local police officer locked them in and used the full might of the police state against them because they wanted to live. Oath breakers. Yes. And that's why people were legitimately angry at the police. And and they're going to be angry again because the officers are still continuing to listen to those orders. So, so this is why one, one of the reasons why I voted for Trump. Um, clearly, I'm not the biggest Trump supporter in the world, but I think he's infinitely better than Joe Biden. I think he's done good on foreign policy. We had a big argument. You know, well, he's conscious. He could talk. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. Joe Biden. Can't, w- w- what did he say? He was like, you know, if we're going to argument with Kamala, you know, like I said to Obama, I'll, I'll just say I contracted a disease and then resign. Well, yes. he, like, he was saying <laughs> what? that's what he would have done as the vice president. He was saying then, when I, he said know, he said that in a, in, a, in a dispute with Kamala, just like he said to, with Obama. So what he said was he will he would have done it with Obama and he'll do it. With no, I Kamala. think he said he would have done it with Obama and Kamala. He wants Kamala to do that with him. No, he said he would what expect he would her, say to her to back off. No, no, no he would say. I, he I said think, what yeah, I would say to her, like I said to Obama. I don't Obama. think he would said he would resign if his vice president disagreed with I could pull up the him. clip. Yeah, yeah, he literally it sounded it. like it, but I think what he meant he, was as VP, he no, 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 would no, no, resign. We're not, play, we're not playing that game where we get to translate for Joe Biden. That's what the, Dude, the, what the, an the, idiot what, would say if my VP disagrees with me, I'll feign illness and resign from the presidency. The controversy. I... I disagree. Uh, his in- I'm only questioning his Can't intention. I know Can't what he said. It, Come on, man. It's Joe Biden. What? No, I think he was making an allegory from what he would have done as VP to what his VP would do. We now. can look up the exact quote. And, we should and look it up. But, it is but insane. It, it should also be surprising to a lot of people that Joe Biden had this. Biden plan says with, he oh, would oh. resign if a moral dispute with Harris arose. <laughs> In this quote, wow. they're, they're from the street, it. certified by NewsGuard. No, you are. Well, I disagree. Like I, I told to Barack, to if I reach something where there's a fundamental disagreement we have based on moral principle, I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. He said that uh, when That's he was what he asked, said when he, what he would tell Barack, right? Like I told Barack. Yeah. He was asked how he would respond to Kamala Harris. And he said, like I told Barack. What he said was he would have done it with Obama and he'll do it now with said, Harris. Like he told Barack, Stop the vice president to- would do it. With Obama you're, you're and the vice president up. would do you're it now. You're literally making that up. That was my interpretation. It doesn't matter. You're making that up. He was asked. What do you, how do you resolve a dispute with Harris? And he said, you know, if you know, I, 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 he said that a million times. If I'm in a dispute with Harris, like I told Barack, I'll say, I'll develop a disease and say I have to resign. He told C. Anderson Cooper that he would do the same thing he would have done with Obama if Harris and have a dispute. I, I'm not going to waste time arguing this with you right but, now. But, but I don't understand how you're said, arguing. It's a quote. Another thing he said that, that's pretty eye opening 
is he also announced today that there's going to be a hundred days of masks, a <laughs> hundred days of cover up. Listen, Luke, yeah. Luke, he was in the basement. He didn't know what's. He didn't realize we were already wearing masks. I, I know that's the thing. According to the CDC data, most of Americans already wear masks. They haven't stopped wearing masks, and this was even confirmed by the New York Times. So, so, so him saying that everything's going to go back to normal, everything's going to be fine if people just wear a mask for the next hundred hundred days is is again just another delusional was, crazy thing. <laughs> That, leave, that, leave, yeah. leave Joe alone, man. He was in the basement, okay? He didn't know what was going Does on. Does he mean like in houses? Is that what is 100 between, days of Between us? bites in your own home, like California yes. said. Yes. California's like, you got to wear a mask in your own home and, and you lift your mask up, take bites, and put the mask back on. You know, it was tweeted by the official governor of California Twitter account as Gavin Newsom was literally at that restaurant yes. eating with all of with his friends. With the California friends, Board of Health. thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, spending thousands of dollars at this restaurant. Joe Biden <laughs> said he would resign. I'm starting to think. Remember what <laughs> they did will. with... He probably will. I mean, Kamala literally was saying, you know, this is going look, to be the great look, Kamala wait, wait, presidency. Wait, can we show this again? Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I want to listen to it. Can we listen be, to it? This is not... We're, um, this is not be, let's, play, let's see. If, can we play this? But all kidding aside... The first lady-to-be told me she holds them for you. Yes, she does. But not with she's because she she and Kamala have become friends. But all kidding aside, it's it's a matter of the thing. We are simpatico on our philosophy of government and simpatico on how we want to attach approach these issues that we're facing. And so I don't have. And when we disagree, it'll be just like so far. It's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C or D. And I'll say, I don't I like A, don't like B and C. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, But. And I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, we, we don't have that. I'm a, we haven't. And we discussed at length mm-hmm. our views on foreign policy, on domestic policy. He, he was talking about what he would do, not what she should do. And what he would do. expect her to do, I think. Is he what didn't say that. He, his ex- expectation is that if the vice president has a deep philosophical disagreement with him, that well, they would resign. Well, come on, man. Dude, he who, didn't say the words vice president. Well, he didn't say, I would resign this yes, presidency. He, I mean, he wasn't that specific. He, like I told Barack, if I reach something where there's a fundamental agreement where I have based on a moral principle, I'll develop a disease and say I have to resign. Yeah, as the vice president. Like, that's what he would have told You're Barack You're making that up. You're just literally making stuff up. Well, he wasn't the president with Barack. What does that have to do with anything? He would saying, expect the vice president to resign. Why, if it why didn't... is the president negotiating with the vice president on what they should or shouldn't be they're doing not, in the first place? They're not. He just said he was. He's going to have a private conversation about well, what I mean, they agree yeah. on. And then if it come to a disagreement, like he said with Barack, he'll resign. Right. You're, you're trying to defend the guy when he didn't say. Dude, what he I have he said. no defense of that idiot. First of all, I feel like what they did with Franklin Delano Roosevelt hiding his polio for years makes me think that they're going to hide this guy's illness as long as that's they what can. they're doing with yeah. the foot, man. He took his booty off when he went on the interview. And Anderson he's was like, an where's, where's your he's booty? just old and losing his mind. I don't think he's an idiot. He's just falling apart. He's the corporate establishment representative that will say anything that they give them to read. That's what he's been throughout his entire career. Have you career, seen those big teleprompters where the letters are really big? Yes. Oh my I feel sorry for the man <laughs> more than I do disdain. Yeah. Listen, um, listen, listen, Ian. You know that Nancy Pelosi put forth yeah. the, the 25th Amendment provision, creating a council. To, to determine whether or not, because it, it's, it, it's the 25th Amendment says, I think it's the 25th, right? Is that what it was? The one? I don't it's, it, it says that, one? That, that Congress has the right to appoint a, a, you know, a group yes, or whatever. Or, or, so what Nancy Pelosi was saying is, 
we'll have a panel that will evaluate the, the mental fitness of the president. And everyone's like, you're doing this to get rid of Trump. She goes, no, it's not for Trump. It's for our future president. And everyone's uh-huh. like, it's for Biden. We know it's for Biden. They, like, listen, everybody mm-hmm. was questioning why Joe Biden. He's 78. He's the oldest president ever. There's no way he can run for a second term. And now we have a video coming out where he says, if I get into a dispute, I'll say I have some disease and resign. And everyone's like, we know. And, and that, we know. And you see Kamala there. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's shaking, she's shaking her head. No. Okay, he's back on track. He's back on track. It's good. like good. she's good. like got this look yeah. like she's waiting for him to go. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is, <laughs> she's smiling, thinking yeah. like, soon, yes. soon. Oh, <laughs> I will be. I tweeted. This is really funny. I tweeted um, when that thing story was breaking. It would kind of suck if the first female president was due to process and not vote. I, I, I stand by that opinion. I think it's true. I think if we want to have a female president, it was be, it's because the American people said this is the right person for the job and not because somebody dies or is now infirm and needs to be removed. Yeah, that's or, but, 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 but all these social justice leftists started like rapping all over me and attacking me. I'm like, you think it's better that we get a man like by mandate the first female president? Like, that's that's bad historical precedent. And no one supported care. her in the primary. No one. She got no vote. No, no, elect, no, no, she, uh, not, uh, she pri- is no, uh, an evil prosecutor. Yes. <laughs> if you look at her police Ta-ta. record, I mean, oh my goodness. It is deplorable. It is insane to see how many innocent people had their lives ruined because of Kamala Harris. Whether and she laughs, whether about it, it was smoking marijuana, mm-hmm. whether it was crimes that they didn't commit that she knew they didn't commit, she still. Put them in jail. Threatening impoverished single mothers with prison time because their truant sons were missing. Yes. Didn't go to school because right. their son, if, if their you know children didn't show up to school, parents, parents would literally face legal repercussions that they had to fight in court that led to devastating effects on family members. I'm sorry. Can we just think about this for a second? So when I was a kid, we had, we had curfew. We have curfew in Chicago. If you're under the age of 17, cops can literally just take you and bring you to your home and then someone has to sign for you. I thought that was always crazy that they, that they have something like that. But think about it this way. Truancy laws are literally saying your children must be institutionalized as we see. Otherwise, you go to prison. When did we cross that line that the state can by mandate institutionalize your children? In, in California with Kamala Harris and her new yes, <laughs> proposition. Absolutely. And now also today with a 10 p.m. lockdown of 8.5 million oh, people, man. which Let's is happening this. in Let's California right now. Welcome because to... somehow you won't get the uh, the COVID virus if it's 10 10 uh, 9.59. Ladies and gentlemen, pull out your bingo cards and get ready to check off the box that Woo-hoo. box that says "Welcome to the Nightmare Dystopia." Yes. <laughs> 8.5 million people are being ordered to stay home uh, ahead of a California statewide uh, orders. 10,000 people hospitalized, 22,000 daily cases are recorded, 145 deaths in 24 hours. This is in the Bay Area, and it is just expected to escalate. But I, I, but I must stop. There is some good news. California sheriffs have come out saying, F you. Oh, good. We're not going to do it. Ain't going to happen. Love to hear it. How do, you, how do you break your oath to the Constitution? Some, surprisingly, there are a lot One of cops who do. Some sheriffs, but not all the sheriffs. Not all there of them. still will be a lot of pointless, ignorant police officers that don't have a backbone, that don't have a soul, that will enforce these orders with the full might of the police state. And one thing we have to understand here, people change their lifestyles. They lost their jobs. They lost their businesses. They lost their freedoms. Their kids can't go to school anymore. They eviscerated and destroyed the working class and any prosperity, any ability of freedom for people to have because of a lockdown. And now it pretty much didn't work. But they're telling us to lock down again. Do you know what a quarantine is? 
quarantine is the closing in of sick people and preventing sick people from spreading. So out what do, to what do you call people. it when instead of doing that, they lock everyone in their martial homes. law? <laughs> it's essentially martial yeah. law. Now let's play a game. Yeah. Michael Flynn recently tweeted out the We the People Convention calling on Donald Trump to invoke extreme wartime powers essentially declaring a light martial law, having a new election. And we saw Lynn Wood. We saw Sidney Powell. We saw many Trump supporters echo this. And the collective screeching from the left. <gasps> it's happening. There's memes going around. It's the political compass, right? And you've got the authoritarian left, the libertarian left, and the libertarian right. And they all have shocked and scared faces. And then you have this like really doofy looking guy with a MAGA hat saying <laughs> martial law good. And then in the middle, it says Michael Flynn calls for martial law. And on the libertarian left side is an Antifa looking guy with a bunch of guns saying, we told you so. And I think this is really, really funny because they have been enforcing martial law on this country for a year and you supported it. And now you're mad that people are saying, hey, Donald Trump needs to stop this and something must be done about it. Yeah, And they Welcome. voted for it. And we're going to have a lot more of it with a Joe Biden presidency. And I'm still shocked how last year we literally went from storm area 51. They can't stop us all <laughs> oh, to right now. Let's have christmas and thanksgiving together uh they can't arrest us all when we were lock us members. in our homes yes lock uh, us in our it's, homes it's absolutely insane area 51 event the event was pretty fun but that's a hey, whole hey. different subject but... oh ho, ho lock us in our homes <laughs> gavin Newsom. <laughs> yeah yes. terrible protest chant i just made it up <laughs> i don't like it we'll go with it <laughs> um, i don't know but we're seeing a lot of resistance from some sheriffs we saw a significant protest in Staten Island. We're seeing slowly people kind of wake up and realize that it's kind of hypocritical to allow Black Friday, but not Thanksgiving. And and people, I think, I, I, I might be naive, but I, I think there's a larger kind of feeling of discontent, of, of anger and frustration at all these politicians listen, who set up all these rules and don't follow them But listen, themselves. listen, listen. Conservatives aren't complaining about peaceful protests from Black Lives Matter in the sense that they're protesting. They're complaining about the hypocrisy yeah. of demanding lockdowns and then protesting uh, and then protesting. But there is nary a conservative who's saying these people are going to get us all sick. They shouldn't be protesting. No, they're saying you have a First Amendment right to protest. But how dare you say we should be locked down and you get to go outside? Meanwhile, on the left, they're saying we're going to go celebrate and dance in the street for Joe Biden. And then in Staten Island, when the cops arrest this bar owner and a couple hundred just regular people, not Trump supporters, maybe some of them, maybe they, but regular people in the community came out with flags protesting. I'm seeing all these lefties say these people are going to kill us. I'll tell you what the problem is right now in this country. Those people who are saying this, they don't care about you. They don't care about the law or the rules or any kind of moral or ethical standard. It's we get power and you can go to hell. And that's what that's that's what they're giving us. When I see regular people say, please, we're struggling and dying. We can't do this anymore. And they say, shut your mouth, get in your home and drop to your knees. We're going to go party. That's a powder keg that is about to explode. I only a matter of time. I 100% agree. And uh, we went we went to the gun shop the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I will take that whole shelf of ammo and, and that and whole shelf of ammo. There wasn't much left. And the guy was like, I understand. Yeah. I, I kept telling my <laughs> friends and family members in June. It wasn't buy everything that much, you can, by the way. Buy everything you can. I, I mean, I'm shocked at what you guys have here. Compared to New Hampshire, it's absolutely Gone. nothing. It, I mean, I, I'm well. Let's, let's 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 put this yeah. into context. So we went to we, we went to a. Uh, I don't want to give out details because I don't want to you know yeah drag anybody. We went to a gun store, 
They, they don't have that much ammo. A lot of odd caliber bullets, things that, like, I was like, do you even have guns for this stuff? And like, we don't. up three times, four times, even ten times and it was as like, much as what I was paying for in June. It was like two boxes per, per like, yes. different, you know, ammo type. Except for the, for the 12-gauge stuff. That, I was like, I went nuts, and I was like... Well, that's still readily available, because, right. you, you know, that's still uh, something that people can get. But when it comes to 9mm, 5.56, you're paying an arm and a leg. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, for, for you know, 900 bullets of 5.56, I was paying a couple hundred dollars. Now it's a thousand bucks. Now it's a thousand bucks for, <laughs> for 900 bullets. And I'm like... And, and the thing is, it's not but I love going how to back I, to normal soon. That's the thing. People think it's going to go, no way, everything's going to go back to normal. It's not. I love how the guys were just like, yep. Like, it's not total. It's totally normal. Like, someone comes in and they're like, there's not that much to buy. Cause I, 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 when I, when, so, dude, I'm, I'm, it's no joke. I bring this up in, in earlier this year when I said, I don't want any guns in my house. And then COVID happened. The pandemic stuff happened. The stalker happened. Yes. I dealt the, with the stalker stalkers was that here. Oh, yeah. I had a but, whole bunch of stalkers as well. For yeah. sure. For sure. But like looking at the stores being picked clean mm-hmm. and like we, we, we had a Walmart only like a mile or so away. And I'm like, we're really close to this place. And there's, they're like, there's, there's no food. People are running in and seizing all the toilet paper and stuff. I'm like, we got to take care of ourselves. And I even had a cop advise me. And, and we were really, we were in a small suburb. So the PlayStation wasn't that far away. And he was like, you need to answer your door with a shotgun when someone comes, you know, so. That got me thinking, but it wasn't until the riots went nuts and I heard the helicopters. I went out and bought a bunch of guns, but here's the thing. They had no ammo. I remember I went in and I was like, I was talking to the guy and I said, I need 45 auto. And he goes, one box. And I'm like, it's, it's 50, 50 rounds. He's like, yep. all I can do. So I've been to three or four different shops. There's one shop where they said you get one of each box. And it's crazy too, because the 22, it's like 50, it's a little tiny box. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And you're lucky. I know. And I you're know. Lucky you got That's those. why. When yeah. we went to that one store, I was like, I will take it all. And they were like, no limit, sir. We yeah. understand. Yes, Here's a box. It, it, it was marked up pretty heavily, but <laughs> it was only I a still, couple boxes. But, but they're going to keep going up. Uh, and we have to understand here, this is something that a lot of people are finding very troublesome. I mean, even from like an investment point of view, if you bought bullets and firearms in, in June and in July, you, you could you, sell it. You'd be you making could, You could make a crap ton of money uh, just on that initial investment. And, and some people legitimately are, but there's a lack of a lot of this stuff because people are buying it whenever they can because they know either one something major is going to happen two they know that there's going to be an administration that's going to try to take it away from people uh, remember the remember the story about the red flag laws when they started coming out where someone could basically report you as being unwell and the cops yeah. show up to your house and say mm-hmm. we're seizing your guns there was a story i think it was baltimore some guy gets a the cop show up to his house he, he not, they says, you know, who is it? They say, we're the police. He opens up and they say, we're here to take your guns. And he says, not a chance. Get the f- cops fight with him. Cops shoot and kill him. Yep. These, th- there are people who will absolutely say no to the police who try to violate the constitution. Now that's scary. It's, I understand it for sure. What's scary about it is we are dangerously close when we know for a fact these states are violating the constitution. Why? Because the Supreme Court's already ruled in states like Michigan and Pennsylvania, and then states like California are still doing it. Or when the Supreme Court sides with worship, religious institutions under the First Amendment. Did you, do, did you read, I think it was Gorsuch, his, his opinion? There's no version of reality where you're, you can have tanning salons and liquor stores remain open, but people can't go to church. That, that was bold. Yeah. But they issue that. And then what does Cuomo say? So what? We'll do it again. Yeah. And what can you do about one it? One other thing that people have to realize here, when you look at the strictest 
toughest, most unfair lockdowns that rob people of their livelihoods. They are mainly happening in democratic cities yep. where people don't have the right to defend themselves and are not armed. You look at what happened in Canada and Australia, where there was recently yep. gun legislation that limited people's ability to defend themselves. What happened? The Canadian government and Australian government are absolutely having a heyday with just making up whatever made up decrees, not even based off on the science, not even any logic, but they're locking people down in extreme ways, arresting people, meanwhile, allowing Black Lives Matter protests check this happen, out but check, check this the, the other day uh when we had destiny here he said we need a two-month lockdown everybody should get paid and the issue was it, we, we ended up coming back to it and i said didn't we already lock down and he was like not nationwide but hold on europe they locked down they closed their borders mm. and it all came back why did it come back well because we eased the restrictions so you're saying that no matter what we do covid is here to stay yeah. and there's nothing we can do about it we can't live this way we can't there's it's physically impossible to stay this this way unless they just want people to die. They want people to starve, become evicted, get depressed, commit suicide, be dependent on government. Uh, go no, but, into but, but no, no, but listen, yeah. even, yes, you, to an extent being dependent on government. But at a certain point, there's no food on the shelves unless someone puts it there or makes it. Exactly. And if no one is working, there is nothing to be given to we people. Politics is a popularity contest. We got stupid people running as, the show yeah, as well as government mandates that literally slaughtered chickens, pigs, got rid of and thrown out Did a you lot see of vegetables the- and fruits that were available for everyone. But all of those, I mean, I was in touch with some farmers across the United States. They were ordered, destroy everything you have. The supply chain has been cut. This is the best thing you could do. It's absolutely insane. And then now there's food shortages. And now we have to understand the effects of these lockdowns are not leading to more suicides like we just saw in Japan. In Japan, more people killed themselves than died from uh, COVID-19. And around the world, especially in desolate places, in third world countries, hunger is becoming more of a rapid epidemic. But we keep we keep being told by these politicians, no, we're going to do another lockdown. It didn't work the first time, but it's going to work now. Oh, we're going to do more masks. They didn't really work, but we're going to do them more now. Oh, we're going to wait until the vaccine comes again. Everything the politicians have been saying about this have been absolutely wrong. And I think it's extremely dangerous coming forward with the establishment. Yes. Everything the establishment said, because Trump said schools should remain open. Yes. And they said he was nuts. He wanted to kill your kids. Now we're and they said he was nuts when he tried to shut down travel from from China. Xenophobe. And they were keep they keep going back and forth. There's no consistency. There's no logic. And a lot of times they just lie to you through their teeth. They're telling you just hold on a little bit longer. Everything's going to be fine. Just just give us a few more weeks. Just give us a hundred days of masks. You want you want to know why lockdown? The vaccines are coming. They're going to fix everything. Don't worry. You want to know why? You want? I, I can give you the perfect example of why I cannot stand the Democrats. Listen today. There was a vote in the House on legalizing cannabis. That's what I'm talking about. And guess who voted for it? Ron Paul. No, no, no. Just the, which party? Office. Which party was for it? Democrats. 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 That's right. Who was opposed to it? Republicans. Republicans. Boom, done. Republicans, in my opinion, are just, I'm, I, it's trash. Okay. Donald Out Trump is very different. And I think most Trump supporters mm-hmm. recognize that many of these Republicans are just crony establishment. But hold on, hold on. At least they, at, at, at least they're doing very little and they're kind of ineffectual. Well, you got you got something to say about Republicans doing something else? Um, I have I, I wanted to finish my point by specifically saying there's too many too many people profiting 
off of these lockdowns, off of these restrictions for them to end anytime soon. So we have to understand there's another oh, right. factor here that, that we have to understand that, that, that when it comes to the billionaires, when it comes to the establishment, when it comes to the ruling class, they are getting way too many benefits from this lockdown for it to end. Dude, the vaccine company is going to make tons of money. Pfizer oh, yeah. is set to make a lot of money, but we also, Billions. we also have to understand this is a company that literally just came out yesterday and they said that, quote, this is the chairman of Pfizer. We're not sure if someone can transmit the virus right. if they take the yep. vaccine. And, and this but is, you know why this is a company. I, because I know. they want everyone to take it because, well, everybody might be vaccinated, right? You could still get sick. Again, this there's is, no, there's, he's saying there's no herd immunity with the vaccine. That's what he's saying, which means everybody must get it. Or he doesn't know if there is, yeah. Which means everybody must get it. Yeah. So it's apparently, on the somebody, Google this, Google this. Somebody super chatted saying one of the proposals going through right now is that the stimulus will only go to those who get vaccinated. Whoa, what? There are uh, proposals by some Democrats saying that if you want to receive the new stimulus checks, there, there is some writings in some of the legislation. It hasn't passed, but it's being proposed and it's being talked about. And it wouldn't surprise me. And there will be a certificate uh, that people will be getting after getting this vaccine, which was officially announced today as well. But we have to understand here, Pfizer, I think you're right. I think he's making that statement to make sure more people have this general idea that they need this thing. But when it comes to Pfizer, one, they're not facing any liability surrounding this. But this is a company that paid out close to $5 billion since 2000 in damages and fines to individuals, to organizations, and to governments for corruption. This time, they can't do that. And, $5 and, and billion. listen, listen, listen. I know a lot of people want to make it about the vaccine, but this is about transfer of wealth. Yeah. What they want is we want carte blanche for the government to transfer taxpayer dollars to us with zero liability. And that's what they are getting. Mm-hmm. Not just them, but these other companies too. But let, listen. And, and then I, I just want to go off on a little tangent here because this is going to be the largest vaccine Whoa. program that the United States has ever had and has ever dealt with. And I think it's also important to look back in history, especially in American history, at the latest uh, vaccine program that was the largest before this one. And it was the 1976 swine flu, the H1N1 vaccine that 25% of Americans got in a 10-month span. This was because... One U.S. soldier at Fort Dix in New Jersey came down with the H1N1 swine flu, and the government then decided to have a full-scale response. Everyone's going to get a vaccine. We're going to fast-track it. We're going to move forward. We're going to make sure that no one gets this H1N1 that we found at Fort Dix, New Jersey, with this one U.S. soldier dying. What happened with this vaccine program? It was very unnecessary because— What year was it? 1976. Because the virus, H1N1, never left Fort Dix. No one else was affected by this, but they still vaccinated 25% of Americans in a 10-month span. And the vaccine was found to have links with Ghislaine-Barine syndrome, which has injured a large... Yes. Which is, I'm saying that wrong, has Mm -hmm. injured a large number of individuals. All of it totally unnecessary, totally made up because a politician said he's going to help everyone, said he's going to fix everything. We've got it. We got we got the official source. We got the official source. I've got Discover, Discover Magazine, certified NewsGuard. And there is a quote. The swine flu program was marred by a series of logistical problems ranging from the production of the wrong vaccine strain to a confrontation over liability protection to a temporal connection of the vaccine and a cluster of deaths among the elderly population in Pittsburgh. 
Sound familiar? Yes, exactly. The most damning charge against the vaccination program was that the shots were correlated with an increase in the number of patients diagnosed with an obscure neurological disease known as Guillain-Barre syndrome. Is that how you pronounce it? Guillain-Barre. There you go. You see, he can't pronounce it. Neither can I. So look, this was the largest vaccine program in the United States. And now we're about to go through another one. I'm not saying that there's any correlation or any mixes, extremely different circumstances. But it's important to understand here that there is history with the United States doing human experiments. Let me let me let me let me me play uh, double side. Go ahead. Yes, of course. Is it fair to say that I think we've made substantive uh, developments in the 44 years since... It was 1976, so. right? There have been many important developments with uh, Big Pharma that has helped a lot of people. There's no denying that. But when it comes to holding this industry accountable, I think there needs to be a lot more oversight, a lot more scrutiny, and a little bit more skepticism because there isn't. Now, is it fair Listen, to label Luke, it all Luke. bad? No. No, no, I no. Think no. I got to stop you. Yeah. It's all good. Um, I would, I'm going to show you an article. That. Go ahead. From Market Watch. Wall Street and finance workers could get COVID vaccines before most Americans. Yes. Uh, it doesn't prove anything again. No, 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 Wait, wait, go, go, go again. If, if you think there's some risk here, don't worry. They're giving it to Wall Street financiers first. <laughs> I say give it to the government officials first. Uh, and yeah. I think that would solve all of our problems. Wait, wait, wait. I, look, I really do mean wait. it when I say I'm not. Obama, what? Bush, and some other person are lined Clinton, up to Clinton. get the vaccine. It's Clinton. So, so yeah, Clinton, Bill Bush Clinton, and... the guy who said he didn't have relations with that woman, uh-huh. Barack Obama, who drank the water from Flint, yes. right? And, <laughs> and the guy who told us that there was weapons no of mass yes. destruction <laughs> are now going to tell me that they're taking this shot that we don't know what it hey, is. I hope it doesn't the, work. The, again, one thing that we have to understand here is, again, we can't just paint everything black and white. We can't just say everything's good and bad. There mm. is important middle ground. There is gray zones that we need to look into, that we need to consider. But I do truly believe that we are aware of all the positive sides, but not of the negative sides. And people need to be aware. The United States has a long history of going after human beings that didn't know what was happening and experimenting with them with medical procedures. I could list off You're, a few yes, I have here. And I want do. to. But, but, okay, Tuskegee so experiments? Tuskegee uh, I, for sure. Can I, can I get into this list? I mean, we have the CIA but, LSD experiments that led to people dying. That was covered Tuskegee. up. The Tuskegee experiments yep. that happened to hundreds of individuals. And as they were dying, as they became blind, as they became insane because of syphilis that was given to them Oof. by a U.S. government grant, they decided not to treat it. And this was all funded by U.S. taxpayers. But in listen, 1953 listen. through 1954 and 1963 to 1965, St. Louis was literally sprayed with radioactive particles in order to conduct a military test. Agent Orange in Vietnam depleted uranium in Iraq. The 1948 Operation Sea Spray, DDT. Project 112. Again, I could keep going on and on and keep on. Going. DDT. Yeah, DDT. Uh, there, there are so many yeah. instances where the U.S. government literally unsuspecting citizens just said we're just going to test you with all this different stuff there's going to be a lot of negative consequences but we're going to cover it up my mom was so, telling so me there's, this, there's um, a philosophical question here go ahead it's it's deontological versus utilitarian do you think the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few it depends on the situation uh, that's very hard to say that's a very blanket that's the generalized statement Spock quote from was it star trek 2 i think it was i don't know maybe if the many are destroying everything then no so, if, if, so the the needs of the right. So you're so that's exactly the mentality. Not of, when it comes to but experimenting. But if the many are saving the situation, then yes. <laughs> unsuspecting American citizens and testing them with uh, DDT and syphilis. No, um, in no, no, that no, no. instance, Listen, that's, that's not what I'm doesn't saying. benefit anyone. I'm saying anyone. right now, let's say that uh, there is a, a a you know an increase in certain syndromes. 
like uh, how do you pronounce it again? Guillain Barre. Guillain Barre. Just say it really quickly so no one knows. Yeah, you yeah. mispronounced it. Guillain Barre. So, so one of the arguments when, when there was that big remember that movie Vaxxed came out or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So Del I actually Bakery. I actually went to uh, the CDC and had a big conversation with a lot of people there, and they were very much like, "This is ridiculous." And one of the things that I said said was, "They were like, I want you to think about something. Let's say that one in three hundred thousand people do develop an, a, a very severe negative symptom." Now, when they do, it's not always like permanent paralysis. It could just be a like a, a minor thing, right? If it does, is it worth saving the lives of three million people if it means that thirty will end up getting some kind of negative impact? It's like the questions we have to ask are very difficult. Yes, of course, because we recognize that we want to maximize good. We want to do the right by most people, but it means when you're looking at people like numbers, you'll see that there are going to be people who suffer. But what do you do? Help no one? No, you're honest. You don't lie to people. Oh, you tell sure. them the risks that are involved tell with getting this air exper yes. experimental vaccine that history and, and medical science has never seen before. You tell people what they're getting themselves into. And I was going to ask you, the same CDC that's tied in with special interests, the same CDC that keeps changing their official point of view and stance on the COVID virus. Every, there's a balance. Every, there's a balance. I there, mean, there is. There, let's, look, there look. is a balance, there, but, but listen, we listen. deserve a lot there, more truth. We deserve a lot more more accountability we Listen. deserve a lot more information and we're not getting it we're getting lies by government officials who think they're better and more important and could tell us and lecture us that we don't need masks when they there want are, when, it, when, when they want to there are two kinds of people Amen. right now yeah. there are two kinds of people one that says i trust the government wholeheartedly no matter what that's insane yeah. and and the other that say i never trust the government at all but in between is the real gradient of people who say there are certain things i trust and certain things i don't certainly people would say i trust the troops right Mm, uh, depends on what they're absolutely if you're in Afghanistan people. and if you're no, 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 I'm Afghani, talking about American citizens do you trust the government Luke hell no but do, would you trust a a, a serviceman who said it depends I don't know him if uh, if there I, if there was a guy and he and you pull up in your car and he stopped you and says there's a raging wildfire ahead please don't go down that way we're trying to get it secure we're saving lives would you trust them Depends on the circumstance and situation. I would actually you try see to fact check it There's myself. There's smoke coming up, and, and it says, stop, stop, stop. If you go there, you'll die. We can't let you do this. Am I escaping other government agents that no. want to throw me into the FEMA camps? Is, listen. <laughs> is he wearing a badge? <laughs> what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, everybody chooses who and what they trust. Of course. And there are some people that say to all those things, yes, they happened because the government in the United States has done horrifying things. And many on the left protest a lot of these things. But to Not them, anymore. Protesting. Right, right, it goes back Barely. and forth. Well, I, I never learned about it in school or anything. Yeah. I had no to find one, out no on my own. No one talks about how the U.S. government treats its citizens like just uh, gerbils that they could do whatever they want with. Another issue to really consider and to really talk about is gain of function data. When we're looking at the studies that happen with scientists and the military coming together saying, let's weaponize this virus as much as we can. Let's see how deadly we can make it for absolutely no reason at all. Let's finance this research. Let's even let's make sure it happens in Wuhan. Uh, let's let's make sure we study this crazy pathogen and, and let's bring them all together. Let's be mad scientists. Let's create a virus that could destroy the world. Why? Why are we doing this? Who, who, why is this? This is gain of function. Why did they, why, why did they make nuclear weapons? There. there have been no scientific breakthroughs that have actually worked and have actually helped 
whether it comes to science or modern medicine through gain of function. So studies. gain of function is testing like the, the, the danger of something. It's making it as dangerous as possible for potential weaponized purposes. Yes. There have been no scientific findings that have actually helped the scientific community. It's literally playing with God. That's what the government playing with ha- God, playing, playing God, <laughs> sorry, playing God and, and, and thinking that, you know, you could create something that could essentially wipe us all out for, for what, for what reason? For it's, war. Exactly. To defend against it? Like, how do you defend it? At that point, I would argue that the government's a little bit too big and powerful, and I think we should step it back a little bit. Are you going to ignore China? Of course I'm not going to ignore China. I've been talking about China for a very long time. Yes, yes, yes. Listen. And their specific rights. This is the the, the very serious and inherent problem with coming up and pulling out all the worst possible things the United States has done. Because if you pulled up a list of, say, all the worst possible things China has done, you'd be like, wow, I really trust the American government This gain-of-function studies have been done in part participation yes, I get with that. the United States yes. and China in Wuhan. And China was yeah. smuggling in viruses, and they got caught by the State Department. Yes. And Bill Barr, Mike Pompeo, they've been talking about this. Yes. There have been many arrests. The point yes. is, look, man, like I said, there's two kinds of people. Some people will look at everything the United States has ever done and say, don't trust the government. And they don't have a view out. Many of these people don't have a view outside of the United States and realize that there there are other way, way more worse things. The point is, what I'm saying is you've got to find reasonable balance. You don't want to blindly trust anybody. You don't want to blindly trust the government. Like the shirt you said yesterday, if you trust the government, you haven't learned. You learned from history. And they say those who, who, who forget history are doomed to repeat it. At the same time, what if what we're experiencing is the other conspiracy that China was it was the one who manufactured something like this, and then the U.S. is desperately trying to defend us, and then you're actively opposing that. Well, that would the point be is a very convenient pick, line. That, that no, no, no we, it's not convenient. It's it's you don't know. We don't know exactly because they're not honest and they're not transparent and they're so, not accountable. So this is why I say the best thing you can do is first. I think everything they're doing right now, I find uh, uh, what the go- what the government is doing with the lockdowns completely wrong. Yeah. In terms of should we social distance? Yes. I, I, I don't have a big problem with that. We could deal with this in a practical way that deals with the elderly, that deals with and people who and, are and, immune and, compromised. And making a vaccine. I don't high five to, Tim listen, anymore. Listen, well, listen. Well, let's not even no, no more high fives. That's the worst. Listen, listen. They're not coming out and giving you the vaccine. You can't actually get we it. We don't know that yet. No, we do know. We see know. what's happening They've, in Canada. You see what you've seen the, the, the chief medical officer in Ontario just announced that if someone refuses to take the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine, they won't have freedom to move around. That's what I'm saying is today by an official government yes, that has disarmed their public. I am not a fan of mandated yeah. medication by anybody. I am not a fan of mass, all the massive corporations just going along with this. And if you think but Democrats dude, won't force it on you, if you think Como and other crazy individuals that are already robbing you blind won't do it on you, it's not, it's a little bit naive. Let me be honest here. You think the government can actually pass a law? The government is already in an insane level where they are telling people when they could leave their house. They're, the government is, is already telling people that they can't drive their car by themselves. That's an issue They're the telling people. their people that they can't even have a paddleboard in the middle of the ocean by themselves. That's what the government is enforcing right now. And I the would, police who are breaking their oath of the Constitution. Yes, but that's because of politicians telling them and to do so. And it, we already reached the insane level. We already reached a crazy level. And if you think it's going to subside from here with all the power that was granted to these psychopaths, mostly psychopaths, you, you, I mean, it's it, it's not going to happen. The when you issue, give someone power, they, they love it. They want more of it. All of this comes down to is that we have a growing escalation between China, yes, Chinese infiltration, yeah. the Democrats who are clearly breaking their own rules and don't even believe their own rules, the World Economic Forum, yeah. and this election. 
And this is the point I'm making about the explosive powder keg mm-hmm. we are sitting on. Yep. Because you can talk about all this stuff. And you know why it's so frustrating? You have no answer to any of this. I do. No, you, what's, yeah. what's your answer? Make memes. Uh, Make start, your own, start your own Excellent farm. That won't change anything. When you come out, when you come out and say, when you come out and say no to the U.S. government, and then open the door to China. De- depends. No, no, you don't have to open the door to China. You don't have to. You don't have to. You have to be aware of both of these issues. We you need, have to be aware of China on the geopolitical world stage and how they want to be the predominant world power. That is a big threat. I have acknowledged it. We have talked about it extensively. I 100 percent agree. So, what do you do and, here and, in the United States to deal with that? No, you've been living this. What have you no, been what do you doing do right now? Last... No, no. Yes. What do you do right now you to deal with that? become self-sufficient, right? As I've ha- as right. I have. Yes. You learn Absolutely. how to farm. You learn how to defend yourself. You learn how to use firearms, which I've been doing at extreme levels this entire year. You learn how to defend yourself and to live outside of any government control, any government influence. You how will that allow a cohesive strategic response to what we're seeing from China? Well, we're not going to have a cohesive response right now with the a problem, Biden presidency that's I agree. giving China what they want. I completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I believe Biden is the capitulation to China. I think what the Democrats are doing is detestable because they're clearly not following their own yeah. lockdown rules. Yeah. So the issue yes, is... How do we actually deal with it when instead, if, if listen, yeah, no, no, there's, I, there's, there's no good answer other than the keg is going to explode yeah. and everybody has a different opinion on what they think must be done. Okay, so right what, now what you've you, got what people. Do you, what do you think must be done? I, I, I agree with you on the self-sufficiency part, yeah. buying the ammo, learning how to, how to, how to take care of yourself, being responsible for yourself. And I've, I've often felt that way for the most of, for most part of my life. Right now we are in, we are entering a period where I've repeatedly said, and quoting a ton of other people, we are on the we are either off the cliff in terms of polarization. The CEO of Axios said the United States is decoupling. Mm-hmm. It is it is to the point where you bring this stuff with the uh, stuff up with the vaccine first and foremost. You can mention swine flu stuff. I can pull this up. I totally recognize all of this, but I think most people are going to be completely fine because they're rolling it out. Through the elderly, first the medic, the people who have gotten the, the, the placebos, then the medical workers, then uh, the most vulnerable people who are at risk of dying either way. Yes. But we have to understand there's another conundrum here that a lot of people aren't realizing. What's happening in China? China right now is it's fine. being totally, totally fine. unaffected by this. Yep. So is Well, Africa. all the news we're getting out of China is from the Chinese government. So, yeah. Well, at the same time, we're getting images of thousands of people without a mask inside we, we, no, no, of one got, pole got, having we, a party. We got, we got footage but, but, of the Uyghur Muslim camps. Yeah, but, We get footage out of yeah, China. But what, what happened? What's going on in Africa? Africa is not being as devastated by this sickness as the rest of the world. There's, there's something that absolutely just doesn't make that's sense. Not, they that's eat not necessarily healthy, true. man. They eat no, healthy. They're no, not sugar no, indoctrinated like That's not necessarily true. No one is going there and tracking any of this. There's, there's no great big hospitals writing all the numbers down. Now, I did a segment on the John Hopkins University newsletter that said this, this reporter, her name is Dr. I believe Briand, that when she looked at the year over year data, she doesn't see a major spike and said she believed that heart disease deaths were down and COVID deaths were up, leading to what she believed was an over-exaggeration. But still, a lot of people will look. The reason why this is so frustrating is that everybody makes the leap of assumption. They say, if we're not hearing about in Africa, that's it. And then there's no consideration as to why that might be. So people are saying they deleted this letter. That proves they're censoring it and hiding it. Uh, we're not getting data out of Africa. That proves it. It's not real. Or China. Or like you mentioned, China could be lying. They could be welding people's doors. So apparently nothing's going on. Or it could be that the Democrats are overreacting, refuse to accept responsibility, and are exploiting this for political gain. 
They wanted an excuse for no, no, no excuse mail-in voting. They got it. There's a million and one reasons. It is so difficult to break down. First and foremost, the most important thing you can do is be self-sufficient, rely on yourself, take care of yourself, and do simple things to keep yourself safe that are within certain reasonable boundaries. Social distancing, wearing a mask is totally reasonable. Like nationwide lockdowns and statewide stay-home orders, completely unreasonable, destroying everything. I think I think it's legitimate to start the conversation and, and ask those questions and to see, wait, what's going on in Africa? What's going on in China? Because we are seeing a, a very unorthodox situation where I think we should question everything, where I think we should always be asking accountability. But asking accountability from our government is not the same as letting China win. You know, we're not letting China win by holding our government accountable or to a higher standard. America wins when America is strong, honest, and and has its people in the know of, of exactly what's going on. Because when the people know what's going on, we're able to prepare and we're able to make moves in our lives that makes us safe in the future rather than completely unsafe, completely unprepared. And I was going to family friendly show here. Uh, I'm not going to say the you know, a well-informed freshman. population as a decentralized network exactly. will compute correct answers more uh more accurate than a single individual and who thinks they're not, smarter. And we're not informed. That's There's a the lot media. of lies. There's a lot of bull crap. No, it's, it's, it's also large elements of the government. It's also large elements of the education system. It's also yeah, large elements of the entertainment it's system. The and the distraction, bread and circus Cathedral. system that we have to deal with. And I think criticizing it is essential to making it better, not making China win in some kind of circumstance or way. But I think us standing up, holding our government accountable, and saying, you did this, this, and this, make this right, Fix this. Tell us the truth right now. Will lead us towards a path towards a success rather than capitulation towards China. And, and what, th- so, so what would satisfy you with the Pfizer vaccine? Uh, let's release all the data right now about the trials. We're not getting any information regarding the troubles that some individuals are having. There's a lot of data that's absolutely being hidden from the general public about what happened during these studies, the exact data, the numbers, the the details. I want to know all of it. And I think we should know all of it, exactly what's happening. But we're being told complications. There's some complications with some people. What, what, what is a complication? I want liability for some of these companies. I want to make sure that there's some way if they egregiously go overboard and abuse their power like they have before, that there is some kind of system where there could be some retribution for a horrible act. Now, I'm saying they still need legal protection. They still need to be protected in a way because if if they face too much liability, they won't be able to do anything. But there's a middle ground towards being egregious, towards hurting people and knowing you're going to hurt people. All right. There's a there's a Simple middle question. Here. Go ahead. Should people get the vaccine? Um, again, everyone has their own life, and they should educate themselves about this about this issue and make their own decision for themselves. Uh, I, I'm not in a place to tell people what to do. I wouldn't be telling people what to do. I would tell people to do their research, do their homework. And when the data comes out, and hopefully we find out exactly what's happening during these trials, which we're not right now, then I think we can make a better decision. But until that happens... Uh, until tell me the more good things about. Some, some, tell me some good news about the vaccine. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're they're talking about how this is a first of its kind that has never existed, that will essentially trick your body into thinking that this has. And if they're in the, the okay, let let let's play devil's advocate here. If this is an incredible medical breakthrough. If this is something that helps people, I will be the first one to say after the data comes out that this is something that's that's good. But so right now, there's, that there's, tons but there's a possibility. There's, there's a possibility for either way. Yes, tons of yeah. public information saying it's good. 
Very little saying it's bad. Tons of You've chosen media. the negative side of things. No, I've chosen to look at history as an example of what could potentially happen. And I've chosen to understand that either outcome could happen. And I'm telling people, do the research before making that very important decision for yourself. What do you research? What do you read? What do you mean? Like to figure out... What's I, I feel like I'm being interrogated right now. <laughs> you know, you know you what are. You, because I'll tell you this. Where's the Bible? Because I, am I putting can, my hand because, on the Bible? Because, hold up on your phone. Because the, <laughs> the, the, the issue I see is... Yes. You can tell me every negative thing in the world, but you can't tell me anything that's positive. You can't well, tell no, me... Well, no. I just told you in this, in this podcast, I told you that there have been medical breakthroughs by Big Pharma that have had a substantial, amazing effect on individuals dealing and with sicknesses... And you choose that's to assume never. No, 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 no. I mentioned both. No, no, I mentioned both. I mentioned that there have been amazing, incredible findings by Big Pharma that would have never happened if it wasn't for them that have helped a large number of people. Have there been also abuse, abuses with the opioid epidemic? Hell yes. But the only way to, provo- to prevent so a lot of the pain... So what could someone research to make sure they're making the right choice? Um, that's a very good question. I would look at the first official line of version of events that the government says. Let's see what they say. Let's see what Pfizer says. Let's see the claims that they are making here. Now let's test it on the backdrop of people who criticize them, people who are the most vocal about it. And then you have two sets of data. And then you're going to make up your mind whether you like this one or that one based off experience, based off time, based off events that unfold. I had someone email me telling me that there's a secret war going on in Frankfurt over security servers, Dominion voting machines. Machines, and when they do research, that's what they find. Well, exactly. The problem exactly. is, the problem is, people choose who and yes. what they trust. Exactly. There's no denying. That. I'm not denying that. So ultimately, what it comes down to is talk to your doctor. And if you don't trust your doctor, no. well, then you got to find no, a new my, doctor. My ultimate question is to use reason, logic, and multiple sources, multiple doctors. Have you ever well, gotten a vaccine? Um, um, MMR. I'm not sure because when I came to this country as 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 a, as an immigrant. Uh, I'm not sure if I got uh, vaccinated Tetanus. or not. I think I did, I, I, listen, listen. but I got tested for my vaccines. I had my blood drawn, and they said that I have no kind of vaccines I, I under- in me. I understand. I don't everybody, remember. I was a little kid. The concerns over the speed at which the yeah. vaccine is being put out are shared by Democrats. Like I mentioned before, it's, you know, I think it was like Biden, Kamala, and Cuomo were all like, I'm not going to trust this thing. I'm going to wait a little while. And then there was a bunch of stories that came out through like CNN saying when polls come out, most people like are on, a little bit less than half say they're willing to wait. Forty percent of medical professionals are saying that they're going to wait as well, right? And I think so. That's, I'm, I'm that's, bringing that that's to be, logical to, thing to do. To be to be fair, yep. The other issue I have is I received when I mentioned this before when I traveled like five vaccines in one day, and as far as I can tell, maybe something happened. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it made me really smart and successful with YouTube. That's I have some no idea. Spider Man. I seem to be fine, healthy, strapping young lad. I sure feel do, great. Man. Feel great. Uh, life's good. And and the issue is recognizing the speed at which this one's being brought out and the, and the shared, the bipartisan concerns over the rate at which it was produced. That's a normal thing people have. It's like, should I not have trusted going to the doctor the last time when the doctor says, this is what we're going to do, trust me? No one said I that. Didn't, I, no one said that. I, I, no. What, do you, what do you mean? There's a lot of people who say that. Yeah, there's so a, of, like, of there's course, tons there's of, there's a whole movement of people saying. A lot of crazy stuff. Right. Of, of course. But even if you look at, you know, vaxxed, their position wasn't all vaccines are bad. It was some of them are rushed. Some of them should be done at a longer interval. Some of them should wait, especially if babies are, are receiving them. And it was acknowledged that some vaccines are actually good for you. I think, I don't know if you watch Vax, but but there was an element of that that I think is, you know, important to look at and to examine so yourself as what, an individual. What I've learned about older, the older vaccines, not this one, which is an RNA vaccine. Apparently, they don't put the virus in it. 
they give you something new. Which So research RNA vaccines and find out. Um, but the old vaccines, what they'd do is they'd take blood and then they'd filter the virus into the blood. But they could only make the filter so small because they had to let the virus through. So other things that were the same size as the virus or smaller would get through the filter. And sometimes you'd get tainted vaccines as a result. This so, this is not, is, so you're saying this improvement could help could keep be, out yeah. contaminants and things like that. Maybe. I'm not saying, you know, I want to, I want to shill for Pfizer. Well, I, yeah. I think I, what my, my, th- my what, what I think about this is I don't, my, my immediate personal bias and assumption is that it's not a great breakthrough. It's them pulling out the old vaccine and being like, we could easily crank something out for a, for a coronavirus. We're going to make so much money off these dumb people. The governments are going to transfer all their wealth right into our pockets. If you were told to take it now, would you take it now? The vaccine? Yes. I already said no. Okay. Uh, are you okay with Pfizer settling out $5 billion since 2000 against uh, damages and fines? Am I okay with that? Yeah. Yes, I am. Um, are you okay with them not having any liability? What's, 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 what's the revenue cap for, for Pfizer? Um, I don't know. I have to look it up. Are you, are you okay with, not ha- with them having no liability? No, I'm with not. This? Okay, good. The, right, the, so the, we're on the same page Large. You, you, yeah. In order to talk about the $5 billion in settlements for Pfizer, first of all, no. I think big pharmaceutical companies are mostly detestable in, in, in many different ways. But uh, uh, the, the market cap could simply be settlements based on people making claims, and it's a nuisance fee. And when you add that up to the fact that they're extremely massive, is what you get. But I think they're, for the most part, trash yeah and and along with many of these other big companies i think they're like the the like look the issue i have is for one i share the concerns of many of these other democrats who have come out and said you know they're gonna wait a little bit but i've also looked at the news where they're like guess what you can't get it okay i don't like private mandate where they're like you can't come in unless you do especially when they're saying that younger people aren't even gonna have access to it anyway so they're going to go through this big list of people before anyone my age or any of us are allowed to even get it because they're prioritizing. They're giving it to the UK before they give it to us. So it's not an issue of what I take it now. It's I guess I'll just wait and see how things play out, I guess. But I don't take the flu shot either. I'm I'm young. It's not a big issue. They advise you to do it, but people don't do it. All right. I don't like these big corporations. And the thing I hate the most about it is that the government gives no bid contracts and guarantees billions of our dollars to them. And then, for one, cuts their liability. Yeah. So they're going to get free cash out of our pockets. It is the largest transfer of wealth. The, yeah. way, the way I put it is, there's only so much I can do, man. Yeah. I can't, listen, listen. I can't read anybody's minds. I have to trust who I trust. And when I was traveling the world and I had to go to the doctor, they said, you can get the vaccines or just say no. And I'm like, I have to trust my doctor. It's the best I can do. When I broke my hand, he fixed it. When, uh, you know, when I, when I, I go to the hospital for a kidney stone, man, they, they stitched me right up. And when they said, we want to make sure you don't get yellow fever, we're going to give you the shot. I said, all right, let's do it. So when it comes to this stuff, in, in much the same way, it's a large, massive multinational corporation, you know, that produces this stuff. I'm not a fan of them. I have concerns about them. But what am I supposed to do? It's frustrating to me when, when it's like people screaming from both sides about some position you have to take and you can't actually know. And the best thing you can do is just trust your doctor. Demand, petition, bring up these issues, have a conversation about it. I mean, we could lose hope on everything. I choose not to. I, I do think that the will of the people absolutely matters because if, if it didn't, they, did it, they wouldn't need all the propaganda. There is still an extensive the amount worst, of propaganda used against the, worst, the people the, because all hope, hope isn't lost yet. This, this 1976 swine flu thing? Yes. The worst thing about it was the correlation between... This and the Guillain-Barre syndrome. How do you pronounce it? Guillain-Barre. Guillain-Barre. Just say it really quickly and then, you know. Is that like Guillain-Maxwell? Yeah. Maxwell? So, so, so there, there was the, they, they, that's what, that's what discovermagazine.com said, this yep. correlation. But was the, is there right now this like, do you know what thimidolide is? No. 
Go ahead. Did you know yeah, what the was? Children of Thalidomide. That was in yeah. We Didn't Start the Fire. Yes, that's right. It when was their a, arms were like this. Oh, it was gosh. a drug. There, there are issues that come with medication all the time. And so it's, 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 it's worrying. It's like, it's, it's, no, it's not worrying. It's frustrating when people just highlight only the worst possible things of something. And it's a challenge because if we have some kind of medication that's going to save lives and there is a fraction of a percentage that will have severe, you know, dangerous side effects. And then you tell all of these people and then everyone just says, I'm not going to do it. And then people end up dying. You have to make sure that the disease is not worse than the cure and the cure is not worse than the disease. Solving for that is extremely difficult. It's ridiculously difficult. But the government's cure towards coronavirus is the lockdowns and many no, people... No, that's the Democrats. And many people with argue... With their political agenda. Well, well, it depends. It depends on what state we're exactly looking at. But mainly Democrats, you're right. But when we look at some of the statistics, the suicides, the depression, the job losses, the diseases, right. some people say that the, the supposed cure towards this is going to hurt a lot more people. It's also, absolutely this is true. not contentious enough. We need to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Vaccines have a long history of being absolutely incredible and amazing and eradicating diseases and saving humans from torturous demise. Lockdowns have a history of breaking everything and ruining everybody's lives and not solving the problem in the least bit. Exactly. So when I look at a vaccine, I'm like, I don't like the the, the liability protections. I don't like the guaranteed no-bid contract kind of things. But vaccines, for the most part, uh, I would say overwhelmingly effective, helpful. And what more can any of us do? The lockdowns don't work. They don't work. We've got half the country that are freaking out and crying yeah. in their homes, refusing we, to participate. We could do a lot. We could have a whole health initiative where people actually have a real discussion about diet, about health, about exercise, about vitamin Holistic. D, about zinc, Ooh. about taking care of yourself and being the strongest version of yourself that you could be. But we don't hear any of that because that takes away money from big pharma well, that doesn't benefit from it. We're hearing so, it now, Luke. It's not, Preach. It's, it's, yeah. it's not just taking money away from big pharma. It is body positivity. Right. There, there was a woman, an influencer who yeah. lost a bunch of weight and yeah. was smiling. And that's insane. They attacked her and for that it. stuff is absolutely right. crazy. And some people say it should be a mental illness because it's leading to people getting hurt and people are glorifying Dude, it. And that's here's absolutely what, crazy. You, here's what I was trying to talk about yeah. from the get go. Before, before when I said the reason why I don't like the Democrats is they're locking everything down. People are suffering. We're having these debates over why the government is guaranteeing this, these liability protections as well as all this money from our from our pockets. Amazon is getting all this money. And I simply say to the Democrats, why are you doing it? And you know what the response is? The response is Biden Ake seeks to ease concerns about cabinet diversity. Hmm. Welcome to the modern oh. era. Yeah. What are they concerned about? What is what was Joe uh, Biden answering black questions? And who's about? yellow? Are you kidding me? Joe Biden was asked at the, at the press conference not about the, the economy. Okay, he was. He was asked a lot about a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. But why is it that there is this is this is this is this is the issue? I this is one of the big issues. Dude, those of our people day. aren't our leaders. Our I leaders actually, exist in other realms than politics. What's that? Lady? I actually have something contentious to say about this because we're talking about them talking about the diversity of Joe Biden's cabinet, but we're not talking about them legalizing marijuana. And I also feel like that is a huge bread and circuses distraction from the real issues that we're actually facing. Why right now? I don't think it's good timing. I just don't agree with the timing at there, all. There are, people, crazy. there are people in this country who are more concerned with the color of the individuals, the, the race of the individuals uh, who uh, are standing next to Joe Biden. And those are, the, those, are the, those are the questions that or they want to Or what they have ask. between their legs or what right. they decide to put inside of I was thinking today like about physical health, about kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. And like, why won't Biden come out and tell people to cut sugar out of their diet? 
Like, is, is it too hard for people? Is it, well, he just doesn't want to? We also have to? to understand modern science has been used by many special interests to push certain agendas, just like the sugar industry going against fats, just like the big tobacco industry financing a lot of doctors. There's a long or history oil, of not change. just, yeah there's, yeah, there's a new meme going around showing that doctors should should have uh, their their medical jackets covered with all the big pharma agencies yeah, I mean, sponsoring them. Oh, oh no, doctors, uh, right, right, Just right. like politicians have, you know, their logos of the, po- of the corporations that support them on their suits. Um, so I, I do think there's also that element that needs to be also recognized that there have been scientists that have been bought out by the special interests and said absurd things like cigarettes are good for you uh, that have absolutely been proven wrong. Everything's broken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it deserves the highest amount of criticism if we're going to move forward in some way I got towards it. fixing it. I think for one, uh, I was listening to a video from Jordan Peterson recently. Uh, Prager, you posted it. It was someone asking about climate change and effective leaders, and Jordan said, clean your room, bucko. That's a simple, you know, paraphrasing of what he said was. But what he actually said was, I would, uh, he said something to the effect of, I would be skeptical of somebody who was trying to clean the world when they have not put their before own home, their bef- before yeah. they've taken care of their own personal affairs. Right. And he said, so what we need is for people to become responsible, self-sufficient, to to uh, straighten out their lives before they you know eventually move on to try and change others, but in learning how to be responsible, self reliant, uh, independent, they gain those abilities to then move on to the next step of helping others do the same, mm-hmm. to become a leader, to make appropriate decisions. So it all starts with you learning how to start a fire. Yeah. You know how to start a fire. I, mean, I practiced that in I mean, Philly. That was a big thing I yeah, used to yeah. do a lot. This year has been huge for me when it comes to everything that you're mentioning right now, specifically just being stuck inside of New York City during the supposed worst of it, during the middle of the lockdowns, during the middle of the highest supposed epidemic, and realizing that I'm surrounded by a bunch of unprepared individuals that who are hungry, know, who are hungry and thirsty, that will do anything to survive. We're living right on top of each other, and it just takes the trucks not coming in. That's it. You know the bigger is- utter madness. But to you know you, the big issue is the it's the there's an optimism and a normalcy yeah. bias. So the optimism biases, it can't happen here. Mm-hmm. The normalcy biases, that'll never happen. But people don't realize when it came to, say, you know, the fall of the Soviet Union, people had been living their whole lives, generations, under the system, then one day was gone. There are civil wars that broke out where people thought it would never happen. In fact, in the United States Civil War, people were gathering on the hill near, was it Fort Sumner, thinking a war will never break out, having a picnic. And then all of a sudden they watched people getting disemboweled in explosions and were like vomiting up their picnic like, wow, it's really happening. Yeah. People people think, you know, what's funny is, you ever watch a prepper show? Yes. And it's oh, funny yeah. how people mock and ridicule preppers. You know why that was always confusing to me? You'd think a consumerist capitalist society would venerate preppers. Buy more. Buy 30 years of beans and put them in your basement. Buy, buy, buy. After 9-11 happened, George W. Bush, what did he say? Um, store up, uh, go buy, go purchase. Go to the mall, go buy stuff, yep. buy stuff. Yep. That's why I always found it funny that preppers were looked down upon. If anything, the consumerist American well, society. they were like, targeted. They were laughed at. But this year in 2020, they came, out, us. <laughs> they came out as the real MVPs here. And I remember being in New York and saying, I need to get out of here. In March, I went out to a farm in Pennsylvania and realized I have no skills at all. <laughs> I, I can't do this. I can't figure this out. And I was stuck saying... You know, this is either going to make me or break me. I decided to move up to New Hampshire, went up there, 
I was supposed to do a whole tour all around the United States, but ended up staying there on this synchronistic kind of event. I was looking for an RV, found a friend who needed one fixed. It was you know too expensive for me to afford. I ended up fixing it at my friend Jay Noon's big compound where he literally is a diesel mechanic and fixer-upper guy who wears overalls, is covered in grease all the time and could fix anything with all the tools that he had in his shed. And I, I spent five months there learning just the basics of being a mechanic, just the basics of welding, and also a lot of survival self-defense training courses that I ended up teaching people. So it's been something that's been absolutely incredible, living in the middle of nowhere. And there is something to say about individuals when they live in the country, automatically turning more either libertarian, anarchist, or right-wing because of the self-sufficiency, because of the importance of understanding that in nature, it is wild. It is crazy. It is hectic. But it's only you and yourself that are responsible for your butt and no but one else. You know else's. what? You know what makes people right wing when they do this? When they go through this stuff? The hard yeah. work. The hard work. Yes. And then when someone comes along, imagine this: you you worked for eight hours. You finally, you know, built your little shelter. You got a fire going. You caught some rabbits. And then some dude walks up and goes, "Can I get some of that?" You're gonna be like, "Bro, nice. I got yeah. barely enough for me, and it was really hard to." Come on, dude, share. Yeah, we like, made you've people, got more than me. We made people work. We had chickens running around all over the property. People had to catch them with their bare <laughs> hands work, during my training courses. That it was pretty work. funny to watch because a bunch of city slickers came. A bunch of people from Boston, New York, New Jersey catch came chickens. to New Hampshire for my survival training course. And they were literally running around trying to catch these chickens. They had to catch them. And then they had to chop off their heads, pluck them, take out the organs, What's cook them, eat them as they make their own so shelter. Work. And it's great. a lot of work. What's the best yep. trick? to catch a fleeing chicken uh corner it uh, you uh you make, make a lasso with uh with oh, some twine no, 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 that no, you work have to and then you're, it's pulling you and you're like oh you yeah, have to corner it and sometimes even just walking straight up and and feeding it or uh, or a uh, bird shot oh yeah well no then Great you're advice. gonna have a whole <laughs> bunch of pellets in your chicken that you're gonna try to eat and you don't want you don't want you know yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta you gotta do some work you know but uh, but it is easier yeah but you know making your own shelter making your own fire filtering your own water that is an extensive exhausting activity and those are the basic necessities that people take advantage of every single day after going through that chicken after having to catch it after gutting it after cutting it after putting it on a plate and cooking it you realize how absolutely absurd it is that there's chicken thighs for a dollar at yeah, walmart know, you're like right? what are they doing that they have to mass produce such food so quickly so efficiently to make this one dollar when it took me all day to make this chicken to produce it into a sustainable meal we, we, we need it. kids to, ex to experience, yeah. to learn this. Yes. Well, my friend Jay Noon, he, value had, he had man camp. That's what he called it. Man camp. And it's literally where kids come. I was part of the kids. <sighs> um, I, I'm not afraid to admit that. And he teaches them just basic things like welding, using a wrench, using a hammer, making uh, shoe horses, making hangers, whatever Folding it is. steel for his katana. Uh, <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Forging. We did a lot of different stuff. But um, there is something to say about this kind of attitude and the type of people in New Hampshire that are in the wild. There's some city folks. There's a big Free State Project initiative. But one thing that really sparked my my interest in New Hampshire wasn't just the community, but also the lack of government. New Hampshire, you don't need car insurance. You don't need helmets. You don't need seatbelts when you drive. But they have some of the safest roads in the United States. They're the number one in homeschooling with the highest IQ 
in all of the United States. They have the most Bitcoin transactions Look. per capita. Go ahead. Wow. There's a, a video game YouTuber yep. who was playing a game. It was called like City States. And he normally like it's like you choose how much taxes you want, how like, you know, wages, stuff like that. And then you build buildings. Yep. He decided as a gag to make a totally lawless society and it under, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait. under the yeah, assumption yeah, yeah. it would be chaos and destruction and fighting and poverty. This video is amazing because his shock and confusion as he removed all the laws, there were no poor people. Everybody lived in luxury buildings. There was an abundance of wealth. And he's laughing like, what's happening? There's no regulations, but there's no, taxes, no, no pollution. No inspections. There's no poverty, no crime. It, and and it, it was gone. The video went yeah. crazy. It could get viral. to a point where yeah. technology is so good that we can go back to before the era of regulations and have a new freedom. Well, there's a lot yeah, of if, we, a big, if, yeah. if we create like an AI that just forces us to live well, under the encourage under the, the robo, robo encourages uh, us. To encourages. Live. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not for that. But uh, but we got crypto. We have like you know desalination, crypto, homeschooling, and people arming themselves and defending themselves in New oh. Hampshire in record numbers. And New Hampshire is one of the most Second Amendment friendly states in all of the United States, and it has the least amount of homicides and gun deaths in the nation. So it's when expensive, you look, though. when you look at it's expensive when it comes to uh, let, let's let's talk about some of the negatives because you need to talk about both of the sides here. You do have property taxes, but you do have record low taxes when it comes everywhere else. But the property taxes are really high, and you do have a opioid epidemic that has hit mm. New Hampshire extensively hard and you're seeing the effects of it especially in Manchester where you're seeing a lot of people addicted to meth so there are positive positive and negatives it does get really cold there hence why I'm here with you living in your parking lot right now That's right. <laughs> making my way slowly down to Florida Ooh. but I will be back in New Hampshire I absolutely love it there I love the community and I love individuals we're gonna get a farm now yeah, so, I, I like so, that idea too because we might do. I don't know if you want to survival. We might vlogs. do survival trainings, but 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 it's not even yeah. that. It's about having yeah. fun. Grow corn. It's about making yeah. a video of Luke chasing a chicken around. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> once you get into this hard work, it's so fun. It's so rewarding, and it's so amazing to be able to do this stuff, even though it is difficult. But that's what life is. You know, life. If everything was easy, if everything was handed to you, if Democrats and the globalists had their way and they would give you everything. You, you wouldn't appreciate it, and it would be filled with crap. Think about you walk into Walmart, yeah. and you're like, I'll just take two fried chickens. Dude. Yes. Whole chickens. Yeah. No, dude. Every right time I you. walk into yeah. Walmart, I'm like, how much of this are we wasting? I hate it dude. so much. I yeah. hate that feeling. Even and what you were talking about raising kids to like take care of chickens and stuff, mm -hmm. like your little camp, your little kids camp, that's how I was raised. Yeah. I remember... I raised chickens to lay eggs. That was my now, first job. Now, this is my question towards Tim. You raise a country like that, that's armed, that prepares their own food, that is ready for anything. Fascism. That doesn't need any government, that doesn't need anything. How will the Chinese invade? <laughs> Like, like, what was the thing that oh, the, it's, it's what really, was the thing that the it's, Japanese it's, it's said when Jump. they when they when they were talking about that's not a real the quote. It's not. No, I thought Sadly, it was. So I'm mistaken. A rifle behind every blade of grass. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to know how they'll invade? Exactly. Culturally. The, the, yep. No. Neural net. No. Uh, it's called a bunch of individuals who are responsible only to themselves and surviving for themselves. One day a businessman comes along and says, uh, we want to get a proposition for you and we'll pay you a really great rate to do X, Y, or Z. And they'll say yes. And then they start getting this money and they don't want to back down. And they say, now do this, now do this, now do this. And slowly but surely, they increment people towards policies that benefit them. And then you end up with uh, a Chinese businessman comes and buys massive swaths of property across the Western United States. And people just say, yeah, amazing. 
maybe what literally happening right now yeah that's exactly what's happening right now but you have a whole bunch of lemmings whole bunch of unprepared people with their flip-flops and their lattes being on the the government teeth that are even questioning it or or doing anything to be self-sufficient and are being dependent shout out to lattes if if a chinese if if a chinese businessman came to you and offered you half a million dollars for your rv would you say yes for my uh yeah sure of course you would and then you'd be like wow now they own your rv that's what they're doing with land and people are going, wow. And, and life insurance policies. Yeah. Have you seen those commercials yeah. where they want to buy your life insurance policy? If you don't need your life insurance policy anymore, I haven't seen that. sell it. I it's insidious. Yeah. People are I don't know about desperate all that. for yeah. money. It's on, keeps no, showing I, I on know. Fox. It's crazy. But people, what yeah. future do you think is possible if people became self-sustainable? Do you think my future or Tim's future? Should we do like a voting thing? I Maybe think without, without a cohesive community, yeah. you'll end up with... But I think you're, we you're, would you're if we out. have an identity um, as people. And I think that an identity and I think a culture should come first and should be prioritized because right now Fascism. culture is being thrown into the trash. It's, it has the worst elements in it right now that are highlighted. It's dominated promote by the, left. the most degenerate, uh, disgusting behavior possible that breaks up the family unit. If you look at what they're pushing out there in mainstream culture, it's drugs, it's alcohol, it's chemicals. It's, it's, you now even have mainline rappers. Oh, hold, hold. Talking on, about on, the wait, latest wait, wait. pharma medicine no, no, that they want to induce with themselves wait, 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 with wait, wait. cough syrup. Hold on. That's literally what you kids married? aspire to be. You married? Not yet. How old are you? I don't know. How, how, how old, old do I look like? Genetic how old age? How old do I look like? 34? 34 years old? Uh, you, you, got, you got any kids? Um, working on it. 34? Uh, no, maybe. We'll see. Maybe unmarried? No kids? Driving maybe. around in an RV? You, uh, Mr. Mr. DMT, psychedelics, ayahuasca? Thing is, there's. What, what, what is this judgment here? You're going to criticize. <laughs> you're going to criticize. I'm not criticizing. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm you're gonna making say, a comment on culture. Yes, and you contribute to that culture. Depends, maybe, but not to the extensive elements of totally selling out. We all sell sure. out in some ways. That's basically undeniable because you, you there's no other way in mainline uh, society right now, of course. Uh, but again, we all strive towards being something better. And I think striving is the first step into getting it. And I am making decisions and goals that are a lot different than they were when they were influenced by culture. Because growing up in New York City, growing up in Brooklyn, I was absolutely influenced by the worst elements of mainstream society and their ideas of glorifying drug dealers and glorifying violence and glorifying this idiocy. I was an absolute total victim of it, and I perpetrated it you to the fullest extent. Well, whatever, you know what I mean. <clears throat> I'm just you know speaking expressively here, but essentially when it comes to understanding it that is the first step towards defeating it and we could all be better and i'm making decisions to be as best as i can and i'm making the best decision to move away from that and move forward towards a family and kids and and and, uh now it's time for superchats hey before we go can i uh into superchats before we can i want to start making ammo i want to just shout out not it's uh, hard legally you can yes you can buy all the pieces and so i'm I'm looking at getting a bullet press um a powder sifter and then I think you got to buy That's casings, reloading. a reloader, yeah. But you're, you're, basically, talking, you're talking about reloading, not manufacturing. Manufacturing is another level. So right. if you have any tips uh, about how to manufacture and reload ammo, send it to me on Twitter because there's I'm a reason there's a bullet days. shortage because there's a lot of shortage of the materials that. Here's what you need: bullets. you need charcoal, so burn wood. You need to find sulfur, sulfur mine, and you need uh, saltpeter, so 
bat bat crap like potassium Ooh. potassium nitrate why nitrate. do i feel you're yeah. gonna read the craziest comments about me now? here we go <laughs> super <excited>. chat <laughs> if you haven't already smash the be like nice button subscribe me. hit the notification bell and Everyone no 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 don't worry they're all gonna be mad about me we'll see kevin k mentions uh the new proposal a round of stimulus 15 dollars, but only for those who take the vaccine yes. not a joke tim i sent you a link on instagram that is a crazy story i did pull that up rose says let's talk about a preponderance of evidence instead of widespread well, you don't need widespread evidence to change the results of an election if you just can get a swing county to have a swing, which gives a state, which gives a country to a certain president. Morning Featherheart says, the gulags of tomorrow will not be physical camps, but digital excision from society, bans from social networks and financial institutions, maybe even ISPs, and you might as well be living in the wild. Bitcoin. She made a very good point with a lot of people already having their banking, uh, online banking taken away from them because of their political opinions that has already happened in the United States. So I think the corporate overlords are somewhat of a bigger threat sometimes than the actual government. When you were asking how to get out of China's grasp, too, I thought getting off the U.S. dollar and kind of diversifying into crypto is one way to protect yourself against Chinese corruption and invasion. That just that just protects you as an individual and sacrifices the rest. We, well, we, we need a cohesive if we, if we as a American group, could do that, I group think response to stop it. Yeah. James High says everyone here should sign the petition from We the People Convention for Trump to declare martial law. And that is a bold statement. Uh, he says this was a theft and the American people know it. I don't know about that. I think that declaration is an invitation for civil war. And uh, I don't think people realize what war is like. It's funny when they're yeah. like, I don't want I don't want martial law. I want martial law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. The left is like, we should have martial law, the most extreme lockdowns ever. How dare Trump call for the same thing? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. What is the civic nationalist says, Luke, speak to Tim Kennedy. He is active SF guy. and runs a school. Tim, Wednesday, War of 1812. James Madison declared the war to invade BNA. 1776 was over taxes for the Seven Years' War. Nice to see the Gonda working. It'd be cool to have a gong here. Mafu says this guy is already more likable than Destiny. Can you ask Luke to say I don't know as a test? I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, someone mentioned Trump bringing troops home, uh, uh, sending 800 troops back from Somalia. I read that he was going to move them around to different bases. So, Well, it's supposed to happen in 2021, which which if Biden comes in, he's probably going to reverse that. Yo, you mentioned us having troops in Pakistan. What was that? There's a lot of training forces inside of Pakistan right now that are training different uh, sects of militants in that specific region. If you know Pakistan, it's all essentially still a wild west with many factions vying for power. And the United States is, is invested in certain powers they're prevailing. So they are training a whole bunch of Pakistani uh, paramilitaries for their own kind of benefit. Tom Mee says, are these judges and media making judgments on the criminal standard beyond a reasonable doubt or the civil standard of 51% of probability? This, uh, what we're seeing in all of the fraud cases is arbitrary semantic debate. The media will desperately say there's no evidence. They misconstrue what Bill Barr says and they just, they're clearly lying and trying. Ken Abbott says, stop calling the mainstream media. It implies credibility. Call them legacy media. It implies yesterday's culture and technology. Yeah, good point. Justin Doobie says, if you take your corruption case to the corrupt, what do you expect to happen? That's, That's how a good, I feel about all this point. election fraud stuff yep. right now. Like, who do we expect to tell us that it was yeah. fraud? That's true. Matthew Felton says, if Trump wins, we have a few more riots. National Guard called and done. 
If Biden wins, then in my opinion, 60% chance of the boog starting around February. Um, I'm thinking slightly after March. Uh, depends when he's going to try to confiscate firearms or impose the tax on firearms. Then I think I really I, is going to be a big tax. I don't. I think that's irrelevant. I think that's it'll we'll be a see. moot point. Um, I think the the national lockdown will result. I don't think what we're going to see is like a bunch of Trump supporting like conservatives putting on armor and then marching and left, right, yeah. left. What's going to happen is there's going to be areas like in New Hampshire where a bunch of people you know probably say. It's not going to happen here, and they're going to put up roadblocks, and they're going to stand guard yep. and say, don't come in here. We don't care what you have to say. Yep. We have a constitution in this country. We'll see another— That's three, when it ignites. Three yeah. trillion bailout, then probably another one. Dollars then, in the tank. Then we'll see yep. bread lines, and then they're going to see violence in the bread bro, lines. Bro, bro, we already have—that that already happened yeah, this year. The bread lines We haven't here. seen violence no, no, yes, in the did. bread lines yet, Yes, we did. How, we, we absolutely did. What happened? Record there was uh, earlier in the year, at numerous times, in the bread lines, people started fighting each other yeah. and breaking—trying to break into the—there was one instance where they broke down the fence, broke into the— the building and started just taking boxes of food and running oh, off with man. it that's that's the and then the people there just started throwing the food because people were going nuts demanding it so yes food and riots. that was artificial they made that happen by taking people's ability to work away we got we have fat homeless people in this country it's crazy yeah there's there's there, that's not the the issue was no. that they said none none for you Jared Backman says, Ian, you hurt my head, but that's why I love you. Keep speaking your honest thoughts, brother. Thank you, Jared. I love you too, man. <laughs> um, Badger Toe says, Destiny has has no idea election night. He he uh, was telling us, Redcoats, we didn't lock down after we locked down from March to July. Trump orders Somalia troop withdrawal. Crazy. Let's see. Hermit Thrush says, Biden at 270 means one faithless electors throws it to Trump. Hill Dog had four validated faithless electors. So the Supreme Court ruled they can't do that, though. I guess, I suppose, regardless of that, they could say, wow, no, and then just cause some kind of constitutional crisis. Yeah. Let's see. Stacey, uh, Stacey Murphy says Trump train is gaining momentum. Forensic audits, audits, footage of the votes being counted unlawfully, real data of unlawful voters having voted. Keep those windows boarded up. That's all true. That's all true. Uh, uh, Georgia has ordered a, a signature mm-hmm. verification finally following the release of this video footage showing people counting with no observers and then claiming there were observers. Doesn't matter. It's in dispute. And there is real data from Matt Brainerd, the Voter Integrity Project. There was a, on, on Fox News today, they had on a guy who said the judge in Nevada has received a list of 30, I think he said 35,000 names of people who either voted twice in two different states or voted in Nevada without having legal residency. The judge Whoa. has it. We'll see how he rules. 35,000 people. And the margin in Nevada what is what? 10K? Is going? Oh, that's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Sergeant Hodel says, guys, the People's Pundit examined a GA video and found election worker loading the same bouts three times into counting tabulator. This cannot be debunked by mainstream media. Interesting. So not just the video of them pulling them out, but the, peop- the people then scanning and then scanning and then scanning again. Interesting. Wow. Chris Pavetto says, lately, when we chat about reform on uh, policies, police and government, it seems to teeter near accepting a few ideas from the Great Reset. Where do we find the balance of liberties plus reform without people having opening uh, opening arms agreeing to reset? That's a big challenge Um, because it is true that, you know, when people say like, oh, we should social distance and we should we should, you know, wear masks and do certain things. It's people saying we accept some of what they're what they're putting forward. And maybe it's because people are acting in good faith. That we don't, we, we know there's, there, there's COVID. We know it's got lingering effects that are very damaging. We know it can kill old people. We don't want it. We want people to die. So we want to be r- rational, reasonable individuals, but they're not being reasonable in return. Who? The government, the, the Democratic governors. 
Ven Sangri says, can Ian read the quote out loud? I think he will get it if he reads it. Which quote was that? I don't know. Biden quote. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Thank you. I'll do that later, actually. I'm probably going to listen to it again and again. All right. Really let's funny. see. Go to sleep to it. Cheska. <laughs> I'm not. Burleson says, Trump answers only to, to his ideals for America. I think he didn't pardon Assange because his source is a national security issue. But my favorite Trump thing is he answers to no one except the people and his vision of America at its best. Well, I think most people want pot legalized and they want nonviolent uh, offenders with review to be pardoned, nonviolent drug offenses. Um, the review is because some might plead down to lesser charges and they may are violent. And I think the people want Snowden and Assange pardoned. I think that's overwhelmingly Trump supporters agree with this. I look at some of the Trump forums where, where they're saying Assange and Snowden exposed the deep state. Trump should pardon them outright. There's a reason every presidential candidate campaigns on ending the war and giving people more civil liberties. So I think that's very clear. And I think that's what government should do if they keep promising it. All right, let's see what we got. Omega B3N says the needs of the individual are the needs of the many because the many are made of individuals. This is why individual rights benefit everyone. I agree. We are only as strong as our weakest link. That's very true. And every I totally person, agree with that person, that's yep. a very good comment and very good commentary, especially how politicians and elected officials should be seeing, uh, you know, each citizen. The biggest minority of them all is the individual, and we should protect that individual at all costs. Acoustic theory says journal Nature Medicine quote: A SARS-like cluster of circulating bat coronaviruses shows potential for human emergence. Co-author. Shi Zheng Li, Wuhan Institute of Virology, 2015 Gain of Function Study. That's what uh, Luke was bringing up. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that. Uh, Alex wow, Jones mentioned years. there was an article from New Scientist that said they were developing something they called SARS-CoV-2. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, and they were like, this is not the same thing. It wasn't yeah. New Scientist. It was like New-Scientist. Is it different than it New was, Scientist? It was a NewsGuard, NewsGuard certified yeah. source. That's all. And, and then Jones was like, well, Microsoft says it's good. Then it must be good, right? Yeah. I'm like, there you go. Because they, they fund it. Glitchy Boy says, in regards to trusting service members, I'd trust an enlisted member, maybe a lieutenant, but no one captain or higher. High-ranking officers are basically military politicians. I hear that. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Binary Evasion says, if you watch the video on the after-hours vote counting, you will see the lady in purple scan the same ballot stack three times. Whoa. That's I mean, how do you deny that? You can't. This is getting spicy It now. was the dash scientist. Was the, the dash scientist, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Rita Ho says, I am from Taiwan and I am scared what would happen to my family, friends and people in Taiwan in the next four years if Biden eventually becomes the POTUS. Because China is preparing for the invasion and the annexation of Taiwan. We talked about this Wednesday yep. extensively. And, and Joe Biden's going to go, he's going to be sitting there with his furled brow as there's going to be video playing of destroyers like and then U-boats storming the beaches and he's going to go, come on, come on, man, man. <laughs> come on, look, you know, you know, China, you're doing the thing. Fact of the matter. Absolutely correct. The fact of the matter. He loves that phrase. No, 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 no. And then he loves his lists. One, something, something. Two, and something, then nothing something. Else. At least yeah. count. Eric Miller says Luke Rudkowski is actually an alias. He's actually Kick Batowski, oh. suburban daredevil, all grown up. I knew I'm it. Kidding. Love the show and keep up the good work. Oh. Is that a real person? Citizen Seven says, "I'll bet ten dollars this super chat never gets read." Uh -huh. oh. Now you have to super chat more. <laughs> uh -oh, another Tim ten dollars. 
David Franco Jr. says, this dude is a smart dude. He knows what's up dude. and can defend his position with quickness. Well, actually, Luke's written it all down because he's prepared. I like, I like taking notes, and I like studying, and I like you know knowing my stuff. But I'm not always right. I get things wrong. No one's perfect, and I'm infallible just like everybody else is. I've been watching But Luke. do your own homework. I, this is my main thing I've been saying from my first video. Don't ever trust me. Do your own homework. Do your own research. And I want to make sure I'm prepared so you guys know what to research and study yourself so you can make up your own mind. I've been watching okay. Luke since 2010, 2009. Oh, cool. And his his work is incredible. Like, looking back, I believe it, that humanity will will look at it as a boon. I don't um, know. I, well, I was just fascinated Tim, with your stuff. No, man. no, no, no. <laughs> it was so. It kept us out of war in Syria. History I mean, is written by the literature. Some of the stuff that you guys were doing kept us out of the Syrian war. I almost. It was. Time. It was a roadblock. Yeah. Dude, the, check out. This, we are change. A lot of the stuff oh, that was you. going on oh, in the man. early 2010s from independent media, many of the hacker journalist types and data data researchers really did. Uh, work really well to stop the conflict in many of these places. There was no restrictions on independent media back then. It right. was just beginning to restrict independent voices, third-party voices, smaller voices, mom-and-pop shop media organization voices that actually made the difference and told people the truth. And that's why it was such a threat, and that's why they're shutting it down. And they've shut us down very effectively. Um, and they limited they limited my organization extremely hard, and they hit me very hard. I, I'm barely you know surviving. But I am. In so. the wilderness. Yeah. McKeatsley says, I'd love to go to man camp. Sounds amazing. Is it only in New Hampshire or is there a man camp in California? Uh, no, man camp is in New Hampshire under Jay Noon. But if you go to the Free State Project, you could probably get involved with that. We have a large number of projects and different things we're doing. I'm going to be back there for the spring and I'm going to be doing more survival training courses there if I can't find more ones down the road from here all the way to Florida. Heather Cummins says, you can't store enough food. You need a renewable food source. Mm -hmm. I raise meat rabbits. I butcher 30 a month to feed the family. Chickens, too. But you guys know what rabbit starvation is? No. Rabbits don't have enough fat. So it's, it's something called rabbit starvation where people only eat rabbits, but you eventually aren't getting enough you know, nutrients mm. and fat your body needs to, to survive. So rabbits you can eat and uh, you, can, you can raise them. Probably got to supplement it with chickens, you know, yeah. maybe some kind of plant. Coconut. I tell you, that's why people are going to, a lot of people will probably move to a climate where you can get year round farming mm -hmm. or you go to, you go to a place like Florida, there's just fruit, fruit and foods everywhere. Yeah. Just like swampland. Yep. Yep. Daniel Hawk says, Lids and Ian are bay. Tim is okay, but I love him anyway. <laughs> Luke rocks. <laughs> yeah. True. Jared Teal says, question for Luke. Dude, you look exactly like me. I assume you're Polish. Are you Prussian? Plus, I've also talked about guns as assets to people. Thank you. Uh, Polish, born and raised. Prove uh, it. Speak Polish. Uh, what? <laughs> we are going to Did Poland. Did you just get me demonetized in Polish? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we'll see. But no, I, I'm very Polish, very proud. Um, you know, we had we just had pierogies at the house a couple days ago. We did. It was good. And it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Sour cream. Yeah. Potato and sausage of some sort. Pierogies, pickles, sauerkraut all the way. Let's, Let's see. What is this? What is this? We got, uh, we just had a YouTube, I love, it, I love it when they jump, we get too many super chats at once and then. Success problem. Lance Atwell says, Harrison Deal, a Loeffler staffer and Governor Kemp's daughter's boyfriend died this morning in a car crash that looked like he hit a pallet of C4. People are talking about, it. that's crazy stuff. Yeah, we were looking at that earlier, right? You know what the thing is? People think it's political. Yeah. And this is what I say when you see stuff like this, they, you know, people will be like, you're going to hear on the left, no, 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 it's no big deal. You're going to be on the right saying, this is fishy, something's going on. It doesn't matter what's true. You know why? 
It matters what people believe. And people are at such a point where they really distrust each other, where mm-hmm. they're going to say, this is political. Or they're going to make the insinuation and be like, look at this, this is crazy, right? Yep, you're right. Sometimes car accidents happen. Exactly. You know? That's true, too. But hey, sometimes political hits happen. Mm-hmm. Not entirely sure why some like low-level staffer for a you know Senate candidate. I mean, I get it. It's one of the most contentious Senate races right now, but, you know. Let's see. Justin Smith says, did I miss the coverage of the latest Biden gaffe? You did. Yep. It was He's, funny. I will resign. <laughs> Citizen 7 says, I'm paying up. I'm a man of my word. Good on you, Citizen 7. seven. Marksman says, hey, Tim, love the show. Could you read the poem by Henry Lawson? Every man should own a rifle. The poem is dated 1907, so before World War I. And the similarity to now is uncanny. Keep it the good work. Love the music video. I'll look it you up. Should, you should look it up right now. It's uh, the poem by Henry Lawson, Every Man Should Own a Rifle. Rachel Taylor says, we assume the dirty work is all behind closed doors. So the left can showcase corruption as long as we're fearing what we can't see. Indie media shines a light on the creep in the corner, sniffing hair. Keep shining for us. We'll try my best. Bass player says, hey, Tim, check out Serpensa and Lawai86 for guests. Both lived in China for years and currently live in California. Yes, they are on my short list. Shun Ryunji Matoi. Hey, Luke, Tim, Ian, and Lids. What do you think about HR 5736, 2011 to 2012, that has made Section 230 erode from its original intent and made Twitter the hellhole it has become with the propaganda BS? I don't know what those House resolutions are or that House resolution is. Me neither. Jake Durham uh, Durham says, it'd be pretty, co- pretty cool if you had on Trumper for Yang. He can make a solid conservative case for UBI and maybe show some nuance to it. Let's shift the culture. I, that'd, be, that'd be pretty interesting. I'd love to do that. Calvin says, Luke, if I can't trust the start of your claims, then you might as well have the seven-figure Cuomo salary on CNN. <laughs> well, let's see. Tyler Page says, Tim only knows how to make gunpowder because of Dr. Stone. Uh, no, it was because Luke was like, you should make bullets. And I was like, let's Google search how to do it. And it yep. was like sulfur, charcoal, and saltpeter. And then I was like, where did we get those things? And it was like sulfur mines, burning wood, and bat poop. Uh, what was the other place to get a niter? From, Fertilizer. Uh, from what? Fertilizer. Yes. What well, you have to make that. I mean. If you, I mean, you have to have, like. Have we're, ta- to we're talking about in the wild. If you're in the middle of the woods, I'm you're buck playing, naked. I'm not playing with no bat bat poop in 2020 you're in the middle of the woods you're buck naked how do you make bullets how do you make gunpowder uh first you get a spear um and you use that then you get a bow and yes, then you gotta right. go from there yeah uh, but nice. um and you know i i don't know i don't i haven't gone that far yet then you I'm look for red rocks and, spears. and you melt them in your fire and then you fold the steel 50 times <laughs> <laughs> then you stab a a deer Someone's, uh, it's crazy. Canuck says, love the show. Keep it the good work, guys. Keep it real. Look forward to what y'all come up with the next. Cheers from Canada. Nick Smith says, guess I'll be enlisting in the Taiwanese military. Oh, ben Boucher says, great show, guys. I'd say top 10 Timcast. It's always fun watching two old friends and titans of indie news go at it. Keep it the great work. We need both of you right now. And that's why Luke is in a trailer in my parking lot. <laughs> Luke's got living a in a parking re- lot. Guys. Yeah, yeah, but, but <laughs> now, that, nice now, now that I've made the joke, Luke's got one of the most epic RV production setup. It's, it's not cool. that epic. I'm so it's jealous. Like a, it's like a 2013 old trailer, but it's I went fine. Out, we, it's very cozy. I went out and bought one. Yeah. 
Yes. Just yeah, today? Tim just bought yeah. one today. We just like, came from... Spur of the moment. It's not hard. It's financing. It's a couple hundred bucks a month. Which, if the dollar collapses, you know... And also, people yeah. need to know, it was a little contentious today. That's how me and Tim have been talking to each other ever since Forever. Like, day one. We've been debating... You know what I said? We've been debating and arguing like this for a while, and I absolutely love it. We don't see eye to eye on many things, and I love the debates. I love iron sharpening iron. I love the challenges, and I think it's awesome that we could be friends for so long and disagree so much and be able able to still at the end of the day do really cool stuff and back and, and let me live in your parking lot <laughs> back in 2011 <laughs> i was like luke one day i'm gonna be like in my late 50s and i'm gonna be the ceo of this massive media conglomerate and and you know i'm gonna have like a this suit on walking out of a big meeting with the president and then you're gonna run up to me and be like tim how, why did you and do I'm going to try to take you down by confronting and you outside like, of your media corporation. Luke, get Luke out of here. Get him out of your security. And you're going to be like, what happened to you, man? You've yeah. changed. And I'll be like, get out of here. And then yeah, I'm going to like yeah. brush off my, my, my expensive $10,000 yep. suit yep. and then be like, drive. And then, and then throw $100 bills out the window. The and I'll be running after you <laughs> just like dream. I did Henry Kissinger. I confronted Henry microphone. Kissinger literally when he was down the block in a car. And I followed his car for about 20 blocks running after it in the middle of New York City. Got him at his, Remember as when he we came randomly out. bumped into Rumsfeld? That was amazing. <laughs> yes, and asked him about what was it, the seven trillion dollars that was missing. He's like, "What are you I talking took, about? What are you talking selfie about? From, I took a selfie yeah. with him, and then uh, you know, it was just absolutely incredible. And he was like, yeah. there, "There was missing money? Huh? Yeah, no idea. Huh? Yeah. What wow. about that? We <laughs> ran into Anderson Cooper, which uh, was also a very you fun asked him if he was in the CIA, which you didn't like. Yeah, it was, you asked him if he was in the CIA. No, I asked him about Operation Mockingbird and how CIA officials oh, were caught on. manipulating the mainstream media. Why are you asking Anderson? Because he was trained as a CIA agent. Yeah, but oh, he was? Exactly. Yes. He, he spent two years with the CIA. Yeah. Whoa. Before, yes. before he, print, he left, printed his own press badge, and flew himself to, uh, I think, was it Rock? To cover uh, I, don't, I don't know exactly, but he's the son of a Vanderbilt. He holds a lot That's of right. power and influence in higher society in New York City. And he's City. a silver fox. And he deserves some questioning. And, and I'd just like to, you know, let I, I would love to know his his point of view about the CIA and the mainstream media and their long history together as they've been, you know, working oh, together yeah, for so that'd long. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That's what I did. Tim didn't like that, though. He got mad at me. Because it's it felt like you just <laughs> it's I know I know I know but there's specific things you could have asked him about yes there, I, there's 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 photos out of CNN there was the, the accusations that CNN was staging well, I got things him three times I confronted him three times uh, and one of them was about their kind of obsession about Iraq and Syria and how horrible they are but not Saudi Arabia exactly so you know right, right, that's right, right. another thing so yeah so when I was with you and you were like the CIA I was like. You could have asked him something specific. Well, I did. I had many. I know, I know. Many, I know. And then he yeah. ran away with his all, all of security guards and hid in What did his he car. say to you? He was like, come on, dude. I when you asked him about he CIA. He was really sassy. He got, yeah, really, he yeah, got yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of sass. I heard he doesn't wash his pants. Uh, now we're talking. I, I don't what? know. <laughs> he, he, it, was, it was brought up on his, on his show around the same time. That's why I bring it up. It was someone talking to him, and then he started laughing, and they were like, is it true the rumors that you don't wash your jeans? Like when you're working, he's wearing jeans, and he never washes them. Yeah, you don't have to. And he laughed, and he was like, I don't. And then they were like, they started laughing at him. Yeah, that's funny, though. He's a hippie. Robert Stratton says, Tim, before you give Mr. Soden a free pass due to nonviolence, please weigh that against the vulnerable people, people's lives he may have put at risk. Just saying. Uh, the thing about Snowden, he's not a whistleblower. He's a leaker. There's a big difference. Julian Assange is literally just a journalist. Uh, unless they can come up with some other evidence accusing him of anything. Same thing with Snowden. Snowden's issue is, I've actually been pretty critical uh, of Snowden. However, I still think that Given the circumstances of what we uncovered and the fact that it's now been quite a long time and the the, the, the tremendous good that came out of it, 
I kind of roll my eyes and say, I think I think he should be pardoned. It's for me, it is rather a coin, a, a bit of a coin toss. But considering, you know, uh, what we learned about the NSA, the spying, the, the 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 deep state lies under oath kind of stuff. At that point, I'm like, just 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 general let him Hayden come home and swore under oath that there exactly. was no spying program. Exactly. No one was being followed. No one was being tracked. No one was being databased. I went up to him <clears throat> and I confronted him about the NSA officers that were caught uh, spanking it to people's private uh, pictures, wow. yep. which was which actually happened, but no one believed it until Edward Snowden exactly. released the information. Uh, and so that's General why, Hayden, even when I confronted him one-on-one -on -one about that, he was like, it never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You're crazy. I'm like, you're spying on people. He's like, nope. Assange Again. shouldn't be locked up for any reason at all. Yeah. It's clearly they're trying to kill If you're going to lock up Assange, you're going to have to lock up, you know, people from any news organization from anywhere around the world if they say anything negative about the United States. That's the very dangerous president that Julian Assange sets. He's a publisher. He released information and he's not even an American citizen. And you add all those layers together. If he goes to jail, that sets a very, very dangerous president for anyone who wants to say anything about the U.S. government in the future. Jerry Lee says, Tim, the gunpowder you mentioned is black powder. It's different. Be careful. Will do. Yes. Yeah, let's, so, not, uh, let's not play around with that until we yeah. get some professional I thought help. I thought that was important to mention yeah. because I don't want anyone to think We're not I'm doing it. Uh, right, 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 right. But we're looking into it. I also yeah. read that people can make black powder, but you can use ammonium nitrate instead of potassium. But that's really, really dangerous because yeah. it's concussive. Clearly, we need more research and uh, well, just don't more do professionals. It. Yeah, so we're, we're not doing I, it. I bring that bit up to say, do not do that. Yes. However, I would like to foray into learning how, I think, as Under a, controlled circumstances yeah. with a professional who can teach oh, you how to do it. Great. That's what you guys got to do. Uh, that being said, it is 1030. Luke, thanks for hanging out. What do you, what's, what's, what's your plan? You're going to get in your, you're going to go in the parking lot, take your RV and head <laughs> off back into wild blue yonder? Um, I'm going to be making my way south unless Tim could keep me here. He's trying to keep me here. Maybe, I don't know. There's a battle royale uh, coming. There's a there battle. could be, a, we can't we're release to, the details. We're, we're trying but, uh, to yeah. break the internet. Yes. And if, if we're going to break the internet, I will definitely be here. I love it. We're talking about plans that we can't tell you right now. I'm, I hate to do this. The biggest podcast in existence that ever, will have ever happened. Mm -hmm. Ever. And, uh, we're and I'll get banned. It, I'll totally, they'll, they'll, they'll ban me. Nope. I labeled it the Royal Rumble. Yes. And the Royal Rumble. My, yeah, it's going to be wild. Amari, so if that happens, I'm here. Maybe I'll stay with Tim. I don't know. I like, I'm like a hippie in many kind of different aspects of my life. I might go down south. I'm still looking for places to do survival training so I could offset my YouTube losses since I've been demonetized. My main YouTube channel is We Are Changed. Check me out there. Your support is extremely appreciated and means more than ever to me. And thank you for having me. And thanks for debating with me. And thanks for being a friend for so long. And thanks for letting me crash in your parking lot. I'll send you the invoice for the parking lot. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Parlor at Timcast. Check out my other channels, youtube.com slash Timcast and youtube.com slash Timcast News. We are live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify. Give us some love. Leave us a good review. And check out tomorrow. We put up clips from the show. So if you didn't see the whole show, there will be segments coming up about all the debates and all the fun stuff we do. And we'll break things down. And we'll be, we will be back. What's, what's today? Today's Friday. Today's Friday. Today's Friday. We'll be back Monday, 8 p.m. And we're going to have uh, a really fun week next week. So we, we got some progressive, uh, progressives or a progressive coming. We do. So this should be an interesting conversation for sure. Don't forget to follow Ian. Yes, at Ian Crossland all over the internet. Uh, before I go, I'd like to ask you, Luke, you have um, merchandise. You were showing me a little bit of it. Where can people check out your merch? Well, thank you so much for generously doing that. If you wish to have the hat or the shirt that I had on in the last video, it is on teesprings.com forward slash stores forward slash we are change or just we are change.org. You could probably get it there. 
But thank you. I appreciate that. And don't forget to follow at Sour Patch Lids. That's correct. I am, in fact, on Twitter for my sins. Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Hit that like button. Check us out on all podcast platforms. Leave us a good review. We will be uh, eternally grateful. And share. Let people know if you like the show and you know to come and check it out. We, uh, we do our best. Thanks so much for hanging out. And we will see you all Monday at 8 p.m. Bye, guys.